0: Georg's day starts with an early knock on the door. He answers to find a messenger with a letter from Ark Ramdal and a summons from Baron Song. Georg cautiously opens the letter after not detecting any magic on it. The letter explains that Lady Redshield has fled her lands, her title is forfeit, and questions whether Georg has seen what happened to Ramdell's spellbook in the chaos of the attack. When he reaches the motton Bailey, Baron Song reveals that he has received a similar letter from Lady Castilian, with the additional information that Lady Redshield has a bounty of 10,000 gold on her, a bounty Baron Song is eager to collect. His courtly duties complete for the day, Georg returns to his house to study his recently acquired spell book, but it is not long before Grella shows up and tells Georg to mount up as a knoll raid is in progress nearby. They head out, and before long reach the village. A bloody battle follows, in which Calgrela nearly dies. But with the magic of the amulet, they prevail. Georg, gorged with knoll souls and feeling heady from bloodlust after slaying the knoll leader, rants at the remaining knolls as they flee. Perhaps revealing a little more about Malchus and the amulet than he should. After the battle, Gralla and Georg returns to Misty Rapids. A new bond formed between them. When they reach town, they mock Mother Oldman and her zealots. When they come to cleanse them, Georg meets with Marjorie and tells her about Lady Redshield, and Marjorie appeals to him to help her in getting vengeance for her sister, but Georg tells her that now would not be the time. A short while later, he is once more standing before Baron Song, who lets Georg know that he knows about the amulet, but doesn't care much about it. He tasks Georg with a covert mission to investigate Lady Dysak's excavation site, and see what he can learn, and if possible, take anything of value without getting caught. When Georg reaches the dig site, he uses the amulet to go invisible to look around. He learns that some kind of temple has been discovered, but the crew has not yet managed to breach a pair of heavy doors. Once night falls, Georg returns to the now abandoned site and uses his magic to open the doors, and inadvertently unleashes a creature of malice and shadows that was lurking within. He flees as the wraith moves to the nearby worker camp and starts slaughtering the unsuspecting crew. Georg flees through the night returning to Misty Rapids. He wakes the Baron and tells his harrowing tale and the horror he accidentally unleashed on the world. The Baron summons Father Rolnat and instructs him to accompany Georg to the dig site the next day to vanquish the evil and claim whatever lies within the temple for the Baron. The next day Georg and Father Rolnat head out and soon find themselves before the doors and once more Georg uses his magic to open them and again the wraith attacks. This time Georg uses his magic from the amulet while the wraith is focusing its attention on Father Rolnat. Georg manages to slay the foul creature, but Father Rolnat noticed the amulet and denounced Georg as a servant of the dark, leaving Georg no option but to magically put him to sleep. Georg wrestles with his conscience while deciding what to do, but eventually realises that the only way is to sacrifice the cleric's soul to the amulet. With the bloody deed done, Georg enters the temple to find it seems to be dedicated to Melchis, and he also finds a large treasure hoard with some magic items within. He returns to the Baron and informs him of the treasure, and immediately an expedition is sent to retrieve the treasure. Georg is given 10% of the loot as reward. When the expedition returns, Georg learns that the statue of Melchis appeared like a different god to each person who saw it, and it was mentioned that Calgrella saw Verasi. The next night, a feast was held, and Grella reveals to Georg he saw what happened to the gnolls and their souls. How many more innocent horses will Georg kill? What darkness hides in Kel Grella's heart? Is there a budding bromance between Georg and Grella? Find out next time on Dicing with Death.
1: Hey everybody and welcome to Dicing with Death. How are you guys doing this fine morning? And Ryan, how are you doing this fine morning? Us guys is doing pretty good. Excellent. Oh. Uh, it's been a while since we've played. How long has it been? Yeah, like a week and a half. Um. Yeah, it's Two been a weeks. long time. Sorry, gardeners just
2: started demolishing the grass right outside the window as soon as we went live. Sorry That's... if there's horrific noises going on right now, but
1: it's all it's right. Awesome. There's going to be um, horrific noises coming out of us pretty soon, anyway. It's only fair. Um um yeah yeah it's been a long time good to be good to be back to the table uh-huh i'm excited um <clears throat> so last we left off as the description which we all heard just was said uh you are in the mountain bailey after a wonderful feast to celebrate the uh I'm Talking about the souls that i ate well, you feasted on souls. Everyone else feasted on meat and grain. Okay. okay. Um, after you freed the, the te- come into play later. Did we roll for anything um, yet? I don't know what we would roll for. We rolled for HP, HP and all okay. that. It sucked. I think. Okay. Then, then it's a matter of you get a couple of new spells.
2: Max HP. I, I think I rolled a
1: one. I had fifteen. Next morning, you are still in the keep, having everyone having partied fairly late and you took your room again
2: um deal shall i re-memorize spells please do and i did just level up i don't know if that all needs to come into play later did we roll
1: for anything um, yet i don't know what we would roll for we rolled for HP and all that
2: okay. i sucked i
1: think okay. Wait. Then, then it's a matter of you get a couple of new spells.
2: Max HP. I, I think I rolled a one. I had fifteen before. That sounds right. Fifteen to sixteen. Um, yeah, and the only thing I was going to ask is about a new spell. I don't know if I. Yeah, you get two new spells. Two new spells. Two new. I don't even think there's that
1: many dimension spells to, to be got. Uh, they don't have so, to be dimension spells. I mean, one of them should be. Yeah, but the, the one other. That, there's be. no
2: level three. The the only other dimension spells which I've been pining after for a while is uh, Deep Pockets, which is a level two spell. Mm. I think that would be appropriate.
1: Yeah, you can grab a level two. Doesn't, they don't have to both be three.
2: Okay. I, get a second level? I, I mean, I've got a stockpile of spells that I'm trying to learn from a book. Hmm. Um, hadn't actually thought what else to ask for. <sighs> Fireball? <laughs> <laughs> I've already got lightning bolt in the book, but I can think about it. I can maybe even like armor might be
3: hmm. That's a useful
2: level thing. one spell. I think that may be the most useful thing I could come up with. Or monster summoning is level three spell. Unlimited supply of souls.
1: Are you cringing at that thought? No, I just hadn't considered that as an approach. Monster Summoning 1.
2: Depends what I roll on the table, but... Yes. Phantom Steed. Unlimited Supply of Horses? Oh, God.
1: Oh, no, I spilled water on my Monstrous Manual. Oh, no. It'll be okay. I'll just have some warped pages. It's a well-loved book. Okay, Monster Summoning 1. What the hell do you get with Monster Summoning 1? I think it's like goblins and orcs. and Ants, puge bats, fire beetles, bullywugs, goblins, hobgoblins, germline, kobolds, giant leeches, muck dwellers, orcs, and giant rats. So you could get hobgoblins or goblins. There's so
2: many good level three spells. I want them all. Well, I don't know. Phantom speed steed could be quite useful. (laughs) How long does it last? One hour per level.
1: Ooh, that's pretty
2: useful indeed. And the way the weight works, movement rate of four per caster level maximum rate of 48, so 4 times 6 is 24 uh, with a weight limit of the caster's weight, plus 10 pounds per
1: level. Wow, that's really good. Yeah. And when you hit 8th level, it gains the ability to pass over Sandy, Muddy, or even Swampy Ground without difficulty. At 10th level, you can walk on water with it. Eventually, um, it can fly. 12th level, it can fly. 14th level, it can p- fly like a Pegasus. That's pretty good. Are you going to phantom steed it up?
2: I don't know. I don't know. I may need to think on this. Is that is that reasonable? Probably should have been thinking this week. But I definitely think I want uh, deep pockets.
1: All right, take it.
2: I don't even need to roll. I've got like 105% chance to learn dimension spells.
1: Also, the spells you get on level up, I think you get just get for free. I think you're, supposed to, you're not supposed to roll for them? I don't think so. I think you get one or two spells that you don't have to roll for.
2: Yeah, I think it's usually one-ish, but we've skipped a few levels on accident. accident. Yeah.
1: Um, but I should be... These, should, these will
2: be in my spellbook. So I need to... What is it? It's D6 minus...
1: Minus one plus
2: the level. Okay, so for a second level of spell, that'll be d6 plus one
1: pages? Yes. Uh, second level should be d6 Oof. plus two. No, yeah, d6 plus one.
2: Shit.
1: d6 to... minus one plus two. Yeah, d6 plus one. Okay.
2: So six brings me to. I've only got five pages left in my spell book. And. So that's sweet. I can finally make my magic cloak and i don't
1: know we can think about
2: the other think about a level three spell when i get back to
1: oh you know what i lied it does say you have to roll for it i i'm so mistaken
2: all right so let's roll a g100 and not roll 105
1: well i think you know a roll of 95 (laughs) or above is always a fail maybe no no i
2: think if you have 20 int, you it goes to 100 so i Uh, 24
1: int is 100
2: Yeah, so I assume that means that if you maybe a hundred is always a fail. Mm -hmm. I assume that means if you're a specialist and above uh, eighty-five.
1: No, you know what? Yeah, there is no, there is no fail. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is no. So at twenty-four inch, you know all spells you can learn any spell guaranteed. You're sitting at ninety-five percent though, so close. All right, and then did you want to get another one?
2: I do, but I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Um, God, there's so many good level three spells. I don't think I need both Fireball and Lightning Bolt. It feels like a bit much. Ooh, Dispel Magic.
1: Yes. I think it's not
2: in Ramdall's spellbook, is it?
1: No. I think probably next time, next level you get, I will have a, a more refined list of spells that you can pick from. What do than... you mean? Like you'll be like, Rather than saying, take any, any third level spell, I'll have yeah. a, a list. But for now, what about Hold Poison? Hmm? It's a good one. Hold Poison? Yeah. It, it prevents the onset of poison by one day per level. Yeah. I mean those cool. ettercaps caps that are gonna be coming by anytime soon. <laughs> Meld into stone, monster summoning one. Um I don't really
2: want monster summoning short of the the souls, but
1: how about summon spirit animal?
2: What is it? that's a wizard spell? Yeah, I mean,
1: it's really summon animal spirit. Oh, wait, no. Hold on. Spells it's and magic. It's probably a pre-spell.
2: You know, with your handy-dandy Regal Goblins tool, you can sort by class.
1: I can. Even by sphere. Yep. And by school. And by specialization. You can sort by everything. <laughs> um... What about some illusion spells? Invisibility, ten-foot radius. So you and your horse can vanish. Or
2: web. That's a third-level spell.
1: That's a second-level spell. Oh. Or... Cold person. Probably not. It's kind of a crappy spell.
3: Um,
1: Wraith form.
2: Yeah, I was looking at that. It's pretty cool.
1: Vampiric touch.
2: I can't get necromantic spells.
1: Ooh, how unfortunate.
2: Wraith form is pretty sweet.
3: Mm hmm. For
1: those of you that don't know, Wraith Form kind of turns you insubstantial, and then you can't be hit by anything other than spells or special magical attacks.
2: Uh, like, and plus one I weapons are better. Added. Pass through small holes
1: and
3: openings. Mm hmm.
1: Anything that Mists could pass through, you can just whew, pass right through it. You could walk through doorways or, you know, closed doors could slip between bars could probably walk across the surface of water
2: I'm thinking phantom steed or monster summoning would be
1: didn't you just get phantom steed
2: oh, I, no what do you mean what'd you roll for then I fake rolled for deep pockets oh, oh right um but deep pockets is
1: a second level spell right
2: yeah it's the only dimension spell i don't have i believe okay maybe some really weird first level spells and i've been wanting deep pockets for a while phantom steed makes a lot of sense considering my poor luck with horses
1: (laughs) if this trend continues you won't be able to call it luck for much longer <laughs> <laughs> My skill with losing horses. Something.
2: Phantom Steed has a black head and body, grey mane and tail, and smoke colored insubstantial hooves that make no sound. Some wizardly shit right there if I've ever heard of it. Pretty badass. I kind of feel like doing the monster summoning infinite soul harvest may make for some. may cheapen the experience of the amulet. But I'm the player, I'm supposed to be breaking the game, right?
3: Yeah! so
2: difficult. I should have thought of this ahead of time.
1: Do you want to just pick the other one a little bit later?
2: Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, get me back to my house and I'll keep thinking about it. Alright.
1: So as you come out of your room this day into the Great Hall, a servant comes up to you and uh, presents you with a large bag of coins. And by a large bag of coins, I literally mean like a big bag that's like bulging with coins. and just one hand on the bottom, one hand on the neck of the bag kind of presents it to you and says uh, Baron Song says this is your reward
2: I take the hefty sack of coins from the servant that might
1: even encumber me yes it <laughs> has a lot of coins in it It Something has over my shoulder. Uh, it's 20 pounds worth of coins Jesus. Or I guess 19 pounds of coins. Yeah, that.
2: Ugh. I heave it over my shoulder.
1: Ooh, I can cast a deep pocket
2: spell and solve all of my problems. <laughs> all right, I think the servant and shake him off.
1: Unless he has something else to say. Uh, he does. He kind of waits around for a moment. And then he produces a folded letter that has a seal on one end of it and says, "Uh, And this letter arrived for you this morning, sir.
3: What
2: time is it? I glance out a window.
1: It's probably a few hours after sunrise. Right. I take the note and
2: set the coin sack between my feet and pause for a second and look at the note. Uh um, it says, to Ark I, Carl. I, I didn't say I read it yet, but I guess I'll just, fine. I don't, okay. Oh, well, yeah, it was like, I meant, is... like,
1: on the outside, it says, mm-hmm. to Ark Carl. Oh, okay.
2: Well, I'll forgive you this, just this once, but I think the paranoia is setting in, and I would like to have a standing order to not read anything without first considering whether or not to read it.
1: Okay. Fair enough. But in this situation, they did know that it was for you, so they had to have looked at the words. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alright. So,
2: okay. So I open the letter then.
1: It explodes! (laughs) Ha ha ha! No. I will copy and paste the text to you so you can use it for reference later. Uh, But it reads, Dear Ark Carl, while we have never met, I have heard good things of your doing. Ramdell has spoken highly of your abilities, and I hear you helped uncover the true nature of the former Lady Redshield. I think it is time we met. There are dangers in the world that cannot be overcome without the cooperation of great minds like ours. If you cannot make it to Shirebrook by the end of this month, I will be making a visit northward, and can stop by Misty Rapids on or around the 10th. I await your response, Ark Aldrich, the conjurer of Shirebrook.
3: Mmm.
2: <laughs> a little concerning, as our long-term viewers may know. I, I have indeed met Ark, uh, Ark Aldrich. Mm-hmm. Actually, had a pleasant encounter, but he's probably since been. His mind has been polluted by the lies of Tyrus. <laughs> so I'll have to think how to handle it. I've changed much since then, I doubt that he would recognize me, but we'll have to consider what to do with this. Yes. I fold it up and shove it in my pocket and I look up is the um is the messenger still here? The yes. Seventh? Is he like waiting for something or Yeah. Is there anything else? He shakes his head. No my lord. In the nod. Is it customary to like tip
1: messengers within mm.
2: the not within the confines of the of the castle? No, because
1: this guy's clearly a servant who just picked it up and brought it to you. If the yeah. if a messenger yeah. had ridden into town and handed it to you, a tip would be acceptable, but not required. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
2: Non-detection. Make my amulet undetectable, or myself undetectable. Mm. Hmm. That's expensive. All right. So I guess I make my way out of the castle, a little bit groggy, probably a little bit hungover. Okay. Yeah, I think I got. I think the gnolls killed the third horse. Sounds right. Yeah, and I walked to the temple with the priest. Okay. Um, so I think I'm going to start walking back to Misty Rapids. Walk? You you walked back from... Yeah, because the, the gnolls killed my horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a horse. Okay. Yeah, I think I got... I think the gnolls killed the third horse. Sounds right. Yeah, and I walk to the temple with the priest. Okay. Um, so I think I'm going to start walking back to Misty Rapids.
3: Okay.
1: Uh, you head out into the plains, and you know, a little less than an hour later, you find yourself back in Misty Rapids, the right. quaint little town that is your new home. Well, maybe not new, but is your home. Eat, yeah. So I head to my house,
2: in fact, and set to studying and thinking about my next course of action. So many buns in the
1: oven, so many spells to learn. I was gonna say, is there something you and Aaron haven't told me yet? <laughs> this is my fantasy world. Leave for out of this. <laughs>
2: Just <laughs> <No laughs> kidding. Mm-hmm. you, dear. Um Visibility, ten foot radius.
3: God, there's so much
1: good stuff. So much good stuff. So, uh, what do you want to do today? Are you just gonna spend the day in in study of spells? You're still learning clairvoyance, I believe.
2: Yes. Still learning clairvoyance.
1: I've got a long list of spells to learn,
2: and I haven't yet responded to Ramdal's request or inquisition as to after his spellbook. Mm-hmm. I think ideally I would transcribe the whole thing and then give give him back spellbook. That takes forever, right? Uh, it yeah, it would long. take you a little while. It takes as long to transcribe a spellbook as it does to learn it. Yep. Which was it was d two
1: days per spell level.
2: Okay, per spell level. Yeah. So that's like months, probably,
1: to transcribe the whole thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Maybe let's just pretend it never happened. <laughs> or when, if I ever hunt down the lady, I can say that she stole it and give it back to him. But I think that I am trying to transcribe that, which means I'll need a ton of money to buy a new spellbook for him. Or to buy a new
1: spellbook copy his. Right. So um, I think that's... So I get, let's count the money. It is 950 gold, 10% of the value of the temple you raided. Nice.
2: And a spellbook costs 50 GP per page.
1: I am looking that up right now. Um, 50 GP per page, but if you want a traveling spellbook, it's 100 GP per page. A traveling spellbook has 50 pages. A normal spellbook has 100 pages. Um, but a traveling book weighs you know half as much because it's smaller. So I need
2: 5,000 GP to get a spellbook.
1: Or I could have a mini regular spellbook. Um... Yeah, five, well, five thousand GP will get you either a fifty-page traveling spellbook or a one hundred-page, um, you know, non-traveling spellbook.
2: Yeah, what and the I want half of the book. What if I can't afford five <laughs> five thousand GP?
1: Yeah, you could easily buy. You could just have a, a normal page. non-traveling book that's fifty pages.
3: Okay.
2: Are these materials available in Misty Rapids? Like, we can assume that I'm going to transcribe pages and then calculate the cost as I
1: um, probably not you'd need to probably head to a city or have one of these things be ordered and delivered to you because you need the the papers need to be specially prepared and properly bound and all that sort of thing it takes a, a very dedicated and skilled person to be a spellbook maker okay. um, if you have a book um, binding proficiency or a book wait, making proficiency okay. You can
2: the Magnificent spellbook has 35 blank pages in it
1: Lori the Ma- Oh, yeah! Lori the Magnificent! Lori <laughs> the Dead. Yeah. Lori the
2: Hyena Food. Yeah. Poor Lori. Poor, poor Lori. Um, so I guess I can start doing
1: that now. Mm-hmm. You can also write them, these pages, write your spells on crap paper if you want. But if it gets wet or gets damaged okay. somehow, it's probably going to be ruined. No. Spellbooks are nice, like, you could drop a spellbook in water and pull it out and it would still be fine. Or it might get hit with, like, a blast of a fireball, but if you pass your save, it passes its save. You know. Whereas if you just have crap parchment, uh, it could burn or get soaked or just get molded unintentionally. You could just wake up one day and the spellbook's ruined.
2: Alright. Do temporary measures until I have more money. Okay, and with the design for my deep pockets completed, I am also going to need to get this
1: garment soon. Okay. Does it say 20, how much it costs?
2: 50 for the base, so 50 GP. Um, hold on a sec. Total of 100 pounds is if it were only 10 pounds. You no know, single bulges. So so up to ten pockets holding ten pounds, or I can spend hundred GP to get hundred pockets holding one pound.
3: Hmm.
1: Okay. That would solve I just want the
2: standard, but solve all of my encumbrance issues.
1: Yeah, if the robe yeah. or light like garment is sewn with hundred or more pockets, two hundred GP minimum cost. One hundred pockets can be created to contain one pound of weight and one sixth cubic foot of volume each. So it sounds like,
2: or could I spend two hundred and fifty to have modular? What do you mean by modular? Two hundred is it like as in like you choose when you enchant it which one you do.
1: Right. So which one do you want to do? I
2: one hundred one pound pocket sounds like the most useless shit I've ever heard of. <laughs> like uh,
1: it sounds like you could keep all your spell components in your pockets without ever worrying about. Oh, anything.
2: oh okay. What about, like, a mix between the two? Like, five 10-pound pockets and 51-pound pockets? Yeah. Sure. Um, I would just do... That's why I was saying, like, 250 to sew in 10-pound 10, 10 pockets, hundred
1: one pound pockets, and then when I cast the spell. Oh. Like setting... So you want 110 pockets on the thing, and then every time you cast the spell, you get to choose which...
3: Yeah. Ah. Uh... The robe
2: or light garments. Okay, so I think that's what I'm going to do today. Uh-huh. I should go to the I'll go to the tailor and get a special robe made, and then I need to go to the what do you call it? Potter, I don't know, a roofer to get my roof fixed. I don't think we I still don't think we dealt with that. Right.
1: And errands. Well, okay. So you go to the roofer and you tell them that you need a roof, your roof repaired. Or are you going to have it just be repaired with thatch or are you going to do a, a tile no, roof? I was wanting
2: something flame resistant, so like a tile roof if that's doable. Yeah. I don't know if that's is over and above the usual cost of living expenses. Nope, that's covered. Okay. So, yeah, I'll
1: make those arrangements. I don't know if that needs to be okay. role-played. Uh, no, we can oh. gloss over those, unless you want to specifically role-play them. No. Okay, no. so you'll a new roof is being built. Your Deep Pockets robe, you've ordered. It will be done in eight days. Okay. Um, I've got marked mark that down. Your roof will be done in... They're going to tile the roof, so they've got to pull off all the thatch, do all that stuff, so I'm going to say it's going to be done in 3D6 days... That seems a little fast. Three um, f- <laughs> D four plus five days. How about that? That sounds like a good time to. Um, Eight and five is thirteen days to re roof a house. Sure. Sounds seems good, I guess.
2: Um, I mean, I think. I mean, nowadays I think you re roof a house in a couple of days. Yeah. If that. But we have. Staples and whatnot. Cool. I think I will have my deep pockets robe made, made black. Made black. Yeah, just a plain black robe with hundreds of secret pockets. Okay. Soon to the inside. Um, is the cost in the pockets, or does that is it also like finely embroidered or something like that?
1: It's got to be a, a fine material, and then you have to... I, I mean, I think it... I think the pockets probably have to be really well done. You yeah. know, not just your standard pocket that you sew in there, but they have to be properly stitched and properly hidden, and I don't really know the specifics yeah. of sewing.
2: Yeah, so I think a, a fine black velvet robe... Um. I don't think any trim, and then I think I'll like wear like a mantle of Lord Songs, like instead mm-hmm. of the gray robe, just have a gray mantle with a little thing stitched on it that I can like throw on when I'm on official business.
1: Sure, perfect. Um, Is there anything else you want to specifically do today?
2: I don't think so. I think I'm then going to go home and get back to the spell studying. Okay, catch uh, up on that. I must the... be a weird conversation with the tailor. Like, maid shows up and he's like, I need a robe, and I need exactly 150 pockets sewn to these specifications. <laughs> like, well, I've got this black fabric right here. No, no, no. It's got to be the most expensive imported fabric you've got.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, well, it'll
2: take a few days for it to be delivered.
1: But he's happy for the work. Um, cash on delivery, of course. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you spend the rest of the day in study. Yeah, deciding finish...
2: which spell to roll for. I think I'm going to go for Phantom Steed. All the right. monster farming, well, an interesting idea.
1: I, I feel dirty. I would feel dirty. Just summoning monsters to murder them for their souls?
2: Yeah, because it's you're supposed to be... You summon monsters that think they're there to serve you, and then the wizard just starts hacking them to bits. They roll a morale check in that case? I don't know.
1: We'd have to see how it goes.
2: All right, I think... So for non... Dimension spells. I have a ninety-five minus fifteen. I have an eighty percent chance to learn. Ooh, I almost failed, but I do develop the Phantom Steed.
1: Fantastic. Four. I have one page left in my spell book. Um you also learn clairvoyance. Ooh. Um now I don't know how we're going to add that to your spellbook since you only have one page left. So, yeah,
2: one page left. I don't think it's in my spell. I think I'm trying to transcribe Ramdall's spellbook. Mm-hmm.
1: I think... Oh, I guess you, you could just leave it in his book currently. You don't need to yeah. write it down anywhere.
2: But I, I wanted... To, I'm not sure how to handle Ramdall. Like, he had he had sent me that letter a few days ago or maybe it was just yesterday even asking if I knew where his spellbook was. Mm-hmm. So I could just pretend I don't. I still feel kind of bad. Like stealing the poor guy's spell book, but
0: he bring me into
2: a whole mess of trouble. Yeah.
1: Um. For now, we can see. Okay.
2: Clairvoyance,
1: eh? You know clairvoyance. So, what is your next spell that you're going to learn?
2: Uh, should I did? I think lightning bolts. I think lightning bolts.
1: Not clear. Audience, lightning bolt. Lightning bolt.
3: Did
2: um, I, th- I believe Lord Song did request, uh, did request clear audience as well. Is that correct?
1: He did. If you guys are unfamiliar with the lightning bolt spell, I have a link in chat for you. For those of you watching on YouTube, just Google lightning bolt LARP And follow along with the rest of us.
2: (laughs) Lightning bolt. Hey, I haven't passed it yet. Okay. Um, is that what you're going to learn? I think I want lightning bolt. Clear audience. I'll do clear audience next, but I need some some more, more combat potential.
1: And what is your chance to learn lightning bolt? Eighty. Okay.
2: It takes the time, regardless of whether you learn it. Is that what we decided? Yeah. Um, so I think, I'm guessing it probably, like, even though I automatically get these spells on leveling up, I probably need to spend the afternoon transcribing them into my spellbook, or have I already been thinking about this? You've been thinking about this. You I've can- been losing these horses and trying to devise a way to a solution. Yes up with this phantom steed spell
1: okay um Mm -hmm. so the next day rolls around it is friday the 26th of february um today is the day the merchant the gem merchant should be returning from the capital so
2: i think uh, one, two, oh, I also I need to kill those freaking displacer beasts. Um, clairvoyance. I want to play with this new spell, so I will memorize that on the next day. I probably have to cast. I burned some blinks the night before and spend uh, spend ten minutes
1: popping in and around my living room. Uh, you need a pinch of powdered pineal gland yeah, to cast. Yeah, that's I was going to. I might
2: have some.
1: Where would you have gotten pineal gland?
2: I do remember it coming out. Like, a, where did where did I get some? Let me. That's what I'm.
1: I'm checking. Ramdell was looking for some pineal gland.
2: Yeah, just a second. Maybe. Maybe I'm remembering the pineal shortage. Let me check what I had from. The only thing I can think is Bruce.
1: No, it's not in Bruce's yeah, stuff. Bruce. I just checked. Okay, that's what I was pulling up. All right.
2: So I need to go find a body. Okay. So I think that's what I'm going to do the next day is head to the Mott and Bailey and see about see if see if Baron Song has any bodies lying around. That sounds like something that he might have. Okay. So also, you... it, doesn't spec- I don't need, it doesn't need to be human pineal gland, right? It doesn't say human. So there's also all those gnoll corpses that I don't know where they went. So you head back oh, I have to. Two potions and a magic scroll from the temple. Let me see if I wrote down what those were. Okay, it's a scroll of protection from undead. Mm hmm. Cool. And two unidentified potions, I believe.
3: Hmm.
1: So I can try. okay would you like to try to identify those potions
2: um does a true seeing reveal the nature of a potion or does it just reveal
1: that it would just say that it's a magic potion i think it would just say that it's a magical potion
2: is this why you suggest that i learn slow poison <laughs> no, no. I can't I was imagine if at the a temple would have poison Yeah, I think I will let's yeah, I'll do do a little the the sip test with these with these potions.
1: Okay. Um let me get out my hand book. Um where, where are these things? So there is I believe a potion and an oil okay um, the first potion that you take a sip of uh, you do as you take a just a couple of drops in your mouth you feel your muscles kind of tense and then relax a little bit and you... Everything kind of just slows down around you. You know, the leaves start to fall just a little bit slower. The people's walking almost becomes slow motion, and for a few I'm doing seconds this in, in my living in my house. In yeah, house. I mean, you can look out a window.
2: Yeah, so it um, seems like a potion of haste or something along those lines. Something so it along seems those like lines. I, I'm speeding up, or everything is slowing down. It's not slowing me down. It's slowing.
1: It's slowing everything else down around you, or maybe it's speeding you up. Yeah.
2: Do I think that would extend to spell casting?
1: You would have to imbibe the potion to find out, I think. Yeah. Okay.
2: All right. Cool. And then the oil, I guess I'll run a little rub a little bit on the back of my hand
1: and see if I can figure that out. Okay. As you open the oil, I need you to make me to roll your dexterity or less on 2d10. Shit. What's your dexterity?
2: Dexterity is 8. God, and I'm at... Did I gain any HP the night before? Yeah. So I'm, okay, I'm at 10 out of 16.
1: Oh, God. Did I just expend this oil? Uh, well, give me a dex check on 2d10. Oh, I roll pretty well, but...
3: Is that much. a pass?
2: No, I roll my dexterity is eight.
3: Oh my god!
1: Uh-huh. Hold on, Let me read this all the way through.
3: Is that really? Is this how the campaign ends,
1: Neil? It's like a. Give me a saving throw versus spell. I don't want it to end like this. Saving throw versus spell is 12. 12 or higher?
2: Okay, I pass.
1: Okay, there is a large explosion as you uncork the potion. But you pass, so you take half damage. So you take... What is this? Instead of taking 19, you take 9 damage.
2: (laughs) 1 HP. (laughs) (laughs) At least I'm
1: alive. Yeah. The whole thing explodes in your hands. Just the explosion rocks the, the foundation of church? your house. <laughs> <laughs> um, and moments later, as you're kind of sitting there stunned and dazed so, from the explosion, I was still in my
2: house. So let's hope that all of my equipment wasn't on me. Like I was just hanging out in my in my bathrobe.
1: Yeah. What's uh, the damage? What? Okay. I mean, I guess I reel. You yeah. reel from the explosion. Um. Yeah, uh, and you notice small little fires are started around your house. Like your bed's on fire a little bit, and you know your just various things around your house are in small amounts of flame. Um, people start coming over and you know pounding on your door. You know, a uh, call, uh, uh, Carl, Carl um, are you okay? How many small fires? Like four. You can put them out. It'll take a little time, but you can do it. Yeah, I start putting
2: them out. I think I pick the largest one and, and reduce it with a reduced spell. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I start running around like a crazy person putting them out. I
1: don't think I let anyone in. Okay, there's a lot of pounding on your doors and people screaming, go Call! What's going on in there? <laughs> oh my god, I smell burning hair. I think he's dead. We got I... The door's locked. How do we get in?
2: I ignore the screams and put okay. out the fires. And I think I, the first, my first priorities are like valuables. Like I go over to the table and see that spell books haven't been blown to pieces. How big was the blast radius?
1: All creatures within 10 feet of impact will be infected, affected. Um, yeah. So anything within 10 feet of you. So I like mean, I, pretty much I everything in your house
2: my house is only 10 feet big
1: well it's like 20 feet by 20 feet so if you're in the middle all right
2: so i mean so what's the damage what do we what do we want to do with with my equipment
1: um you pass, pass your save. save so no. whatever you've got on you is fine all your spells are in spell books or scroll cases or scroll yeah. cases so they're fine you don't have any you haven't written down any spells on just normal paper have you
2: no, no. Okay. Bruce's spellbook is on scrolls, but those are in a scroll case.
1: Yeah, and those are um, properly prepared scrolls. They're not just like, like crap scrolls. Yeah, there's
2: blank parchment in a backpack. Like, what? In my is my backpack damaged, or is everything in there protected?
1: Um, no. You passed your you passed your save, so everything's fine. Okay. Well, so you managed so like you know tip it so from properly. Flavor text.
2: My robes are once again singed, and my houses and shambles.
1: And you've kind of lost some eyebrows and your hair is a little <laughs> bit singed all over and if you had a beard, you don't anymore.
2: No, I I shave pretty much daily with Carl. Okay. Carl the dagger, not Carl yeah. the Carl.
1: Right. If you were bare-chested, you you've lost Oof. all your chest hair. All right. Uh, yeah,
2: so some minutes later I get packed up, step out into the street.
1: All right, you step out into the street weird. as like people start tearing, like coming in through the thatch in your roof.
3: <laughs>
1: hey,
2: get off! <laughs> I mean, I guess I got the roofers coming that day. And yeah, I will likely need a more extensive remodel. Okay. Um, is there anywhere to wizard lock my wealth?
1: You have a yes. chest at the base of your
2: bed. Okay. So, okay, I had did have a wizard lock memorized. So before I leave, I will put the nine hundred and fifty GP.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool.
2: In, and then whatever other miscellaneous valuables are in the house into that
1: I am really glad you passed that save because that was 5d6 damage
2: Jesus, how did I live? how am I alive? <laughs> well, they rolled a 19 God, the, does that, like if you toss it and it blows up does it,
1: it does 5d6 yeah, damage to anything within 10 feet of the impact point and it can consume God. up to 6 regenerating troll bodies if appropriately applied to them
2: What a waste. Oil of fiery
1: burning. (laughs)
2: Uncorking it? It says uncorking it causes it to explode?
1: Yes, unless you can make a dex check on 2d10. 2d10 equal to or less than your dex. Then you can cork it back in time and only take d4 damage from a, a little spurt.
2: Well, that is a bummer. Yeah. I walk out into the crowd singed um... Oh man! Whew. Good times. Uh, how thick is the crowd at this point?
1: Oh, like forty or fifty people. Okay, That's right pretty in the thick. midst of this
2: crowd, I cast a spell. Out of spell? the arcane words, wave my hands around, and I conjure a quasi-real horse life-like creature. It has no material components, by the way everyone Um, backs up phantom steed has a black head and body gray mane and tail and smoke colored insubstantial hooves that make no sound its eyes are milky colored does not fight but all normal animals shun it and only monstrous ones will attack so that could come in handy everyone
1: kind of takes a gasp and pushes each other back as this steed appears before you I shut
2: my wizard locked door behind me unless I'm expecting the roofers am I expecting roofers today should I leave the house unlocked?
1: Um, they'll be working on the roof. Okay.
2: Yeah. Shut my door, climb aboard my steed, and head towards uh, the Mott Bailey.
1: Alright. Uh, it's a nice, pleasant journey through the warm, sunny day, uh, and you arrive at the Mott Bailey a few minutes later. Um, Kel Crystal lets you in without any word uh, you know, making sure to open the gate far before you arrive. Mm-hmm. And you see there Kel Greller is working with some men, training them out in the yard. It looks like the number of soldiers is up to 12. Okay.
2: Um, I don't even, I don't think I bother stabling my horse. Like, it's a magic steed, it doesn't wander off, so I just, like, park it somewhere off to the side. Mm-hmm And just like leave it there looking menacing and phantasmal.
1: Okay.
2: And I seek an audience with Aaron Song.
1: All right. Uh, Give me one sec here. Okay, you find uh, Baron Song in his war room, uh, looking over his maps. Um, It's got a a map of the entire area, and you see there's a little flag sitting on top of the village that you visited with the priest, the one that you found the wraiths in. Um, There's a little flag there, and there's some it's, bits of other say that again. Ter- he's
2: got a it's marked at the the temple is marked on the map.
3: Mhm.
1: Yeah, or that town is marked. Um, mm-hmm. And you notice that there is a a bit of yarn that's encircling a, a large territory within the barony that's off to the east.
2: To the east, so near Thornwood.
1: Like yeah, uh, near the the border of Thornwood Forest. Okay.
3: ahem
2: my lord ah take a bow carl Um, hopefully he doesn't i don't know if he mentions the singed eyebrows but i i started with i i have some good news for you excellent i have completed the study of a spell you asked for long long ago much overdue the power of clairvoyance.
1: Fantastic.
2: However, I require some unsavory ingredients.
1: Go on. Is there an empty seat or something? Yes. Uh, he's standing, but there is a chair as well. Okay, that's fine. I stay standing. Uh,
2: pineal gland. Are you, Do you do you know what this is?
1: Mm, he shakes his head slowly.
2: Small organ uh, in the in the brain of most mammals. Let me actually. Yes, yeah, a small gland in the brain of. Uh... I guess I can just get an animal, right? Nearly all vertebrae species possess a pineal gland. The most hmm. important
1: exception is the hagfish. That's the important bad. exception. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thanks, Wikipedia. So maybe I wouldn't even need to tell him about this.
1: You could also alligators get a free soul. Them, but for the, okay. Wait, alligators lack them, and that's somehow less important than a hagfish?
2: I have no idea. I think the, I think the hagfish lacks them because they were they split off earlier in like the evolutionary tree and alligators have lost them after ah. the fact. Like alligators have gotten rid of them
1: like we I see
2: for whatever hagfish maybe never I don't know. I didn't read it in that
1: much detail. pineal gland and this can be acquired from what? Well,
2: that's the unsavory bit. Dead, dead bodies. I suppose, in theory, it could be animals.
1: Hmm. Or gnolls. Would a unicorn's pineal gland be worth more than. I
2: don't believe so, no. I think that creature is. much more. could be much more valuable for its other parts.
1: Have you found any, made any progress on that front?
2: Alas, I think we've made enemies with the most probable buyer. That is the Lady Red Shield. Surely my... there
1: must be other buyers. I can't keep bleeding this creature in my dungeons forever. Makes it very difficult to keep prisoners when they see what is down there. Unfortunately, those prisoners won't be long for this world. Perhaps their pineal glands will be of use to you. A few local bandits were brought back here some days ago. They've been rotting down in the dungeons. They've probably seen more than is good for them, though.
2: I sort of bite my lip. Shall I dispose of them?
1: If you need a guard to go with you, take Greller. I wouldn't want any of the fresh recruits to see this.
2: I nod. I I think I can handle a few... Actually, I'm at one HP. Maybe I can't handle a few brigands. Um... Very, very well.
1: He knows where the keys are.
3: Um, yeah Is I he here look... in the room now, or do he... no? No,
1: he's down in the yard training. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do hope we can find a buyer.
2: Yes, I will get get back on this immediately. I'm sorry nice. I've been distracted, but we need our dungeons available um do i know how long it will take to process the pineal gland like is that like a afternoon activity or does it need to be like
1: dried and it needs to be dried and powdered so cut it out let it dry for 24 hours grind it up okay you know
2: okay well i will go speak with greller and get to cleaning out the dungeons
1: um what do you say to greller when you okay find before somebody. I leave, Lord okay. Swang, I say, uh,
2: do think about what you would like to be, or where you would like to first peak. I will. I should be ready by tomorrow.
3: Well,
1: I think that it will be a decision we need to make together. You see, come look at this map with me. Take a look.
2: As as I'm like walking over to the table, I say, "There are certain limitations. I it needs to be a location that is either familiar to me or obvious, somewhere that I've been, or perhaps we could, perhaps if there is an object I could fix on in that
1: area or a purse.
2: And in any case. And look, look here," he says, and he
1: points to the outlined territory, which is now on the map,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and says, "This here." Is Dissect Land, um, and you notice the little flag marker is right where you were at the other village. Mm-hmm. I guess that's actually probably a little higher, but whatever. Um, I I find myself not content with that one village. Do you know the lands, the laws of succession in this realm? Are you familiar with them?
2: I assume it passes from father to son, or next of kin.
1: Firstborn. Yes. Yes, we, we do not pay attention to the sex of the child. Okay. Lady Dysak has a single son. His name is Dolan. He stands to inherit everything she owns. If he were to die and she were to pass away, her lands and territories and properties would go to her nearest of kin, which would be a niece of hers. Fortunately for us, we have a former servant to Lady Dysec's mother, uh, Lady Lisa Dysec the First, who is willing to testify that her mother—well, that her sister and that Lady Dysec's sister and brother are half siblings born of a bastard offspring born to another man it is true enough for our purposes you see in situations of like this where the land and properties should pass to is uncertain the local baron or count if you're near a county the seat of the county is the one to arbitrate these decisions and in the meantime the spouse of the deceased has regency over these lands he points out on the map again and says if lady dissect dies and she does not have an heir her husband is the one to see to the lands until her lord he pointing he points to himself can decide whether or not these sister and brother are of proper inheritance rights do you hmm. see where i'm going with
2: this I'm afraid I don't exactly have a mind for such politics.
1: Lady Dysak is unmarried. Oh. This I did not know. Yes. Her late husband passed away many years ago. If her son were to die, and she were to be married to me, well then, if she were to die, I would be the regent of her lands until I... Arbitrate on her brother and sister being of proper inheritance. Is the lady dissect amenable to me? No. Hmm. Not in the slightest. At least, she won't be until you're done with her. I presume a man of your craftsmanship could persuade her to fall in love. Long enough, at least, to see her son die in a poor accident of some kind a tragic accident just before the wedding and then assassins from i don't know the red shields or someone else come and kill my poor bride so early in our our future together a sick smile begins to spread over his face
2: i'm afraid i've never been much of a charmer But there may be other ways of persuasion.
1: Yes. We not only remove our most annoying thorn, but we also gain their territory. Two birds with one stone, as they say. That is, of course, if you can manage to persuade her to love me for a period of time.
2: Am I really the best matchmaker you could muster? I'll
1: I will think on this and, and see what I can do. Surely you must have some sort of love potion you can craft. This is
2: a bit out of my area of expertise. But I will see what can be done. Or Excellent. what can be procured.
1: Excellent. This guy.
2: So many quests that I don't know if I actually wanted to do.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, that's that. Uh, You can now head off and talk to Kel Greller. Greller. Yeah.
2: Alright. I guess I go to visit with Greller in the yard. Okay. Um, like, is he? He's training with the men.
1: Yeah, he's working on their spear thrusts and shield wall. He sees you approaching, and has the men halt while he walks over to you a f- few paces from them. Oh shit! Kind of towering I over you. the
2: wrong, wrong saving throws.
1: You got better saves. Way better.
2: I think I was looking at priest saves. Oh, how did I? How did I fuck that up so bad? So yeah, my saves did go up at level six. 13, thirteen
1: nine, eleven, 13, 10. 13, nine. 11, 13, 10, 13,
2: 10, Nice. Thank you, chat. Thank you. Ooh, um, I'm glad.
1: Max Noob poner. <laughs> <laughs> you also, know, my went up. I don't, think- um, it goes up Sorry. at four and seven. Yeah. Yeah. Every three levels beyond first. Okay.
2: Yes. So in the yard, the boys are training.
1: Boys are training. I Greller comes over to you as you approach. His face is grim, dark with whatever hidden emotions he has. Our
2: lord has asked me to deal with
1: uh, these
2: some prisoners in the in the dungeons,
1: and um,
2: he suggested that I uh, borrow you for you for a moment to make sure that things don't get out of hand.
1: He takes a look at your singed face. <laughs> I've had a rough morning. <laughs> Seemingly, I may actually
3: I'm,
2: he said there were brigands in the basement
3: that have two. seen too much.
1: Yes, they've Two been, of them? Two of them. I don't know if they've seen much, but they've been down there long enough to have spotted our special guest. It's been wow. dark for them, though. Very dark. Well, I have...
2: Certain certain requirements for magics that the lord requests, and, well, disposing of them would get rid of- kill two birds with one stone.
1: And you need a little bit of protection while you're down there. Afraid of a few bandits, are you? The Great Carl, Slayer of Wraiths, quaking in his boots from some bandits. Don't worry. Well, It'll be well, our little secret.
2: Just come. Just, Could you spare a minute just to make sure things don't get out of
1: hand? He nods. Right. And with a, a broad smile, maybe one of the first times you've seen him smile, turns back to his men, tells them to take a, a 10 minute break this, and then to run around. The
2: conversation was in, was in whispers. So right. Heard,
1: yeah. Heard he divide. tells them to take a 10 minute break and then run around the, the keep five times.
3: Um,
1: he goes inside, grabs a key from the entrance to the dungeon. Like you go into the main hall, there's a door off to the right that leads to a small, like, room that precedes the dungeon. And there's mm-hmm. a, a key hook there with a dungeon key on it. Um, the security's pretty light. You know, anyone could walk in and grab these dungeon keys. You you figure. Okay. Um, and then he takes a lantern off the ground, gets it lit and proceeds to descend into the depths of the dungeon underneath the tower, uh, underneath the keep.
2: Yeah, so I actually, I have a color spray, which I will probably allow me to take care of this without any issue, but we'll see. Actually, they don't even get saving throws. Okay,
1: well, we'll see. I need a Greller to unlock
2: the door for me. Okay.
1: He comes down, shines the light lantern on. You see the jail cells as they were arranged before, and shines the, shines the lantern down onto two people in the single cell. They scramble back against the wall and shield their eyes from the blinding light. Um, as and the
2: um, the unicorn is still there in like the first cell or something. In the
1: last cell. There. Okay. Yeah. Um, you hear I... one of them hiss. Water, water, please.
2: I go for, my, go for my side, which does have a water skin hanging from it. I mm-hmm. s- Come here, you two. Your suffering is almost over. Uh,
1: they and scramble up to the gate and start reaching through it for the water.
2: Hold on, hold on. And I start muttering the words to color spray and my breath. And instead of producing the water skin, I produce a fistful of colored sand and throw it in their face. Um, So I guess I need to roll the D6, and that's the critical one. Mm -hmm. No, I only get one of them. (laughs) Uh,
1: One of them stumbles backwards. The other, you know, shields his eyes. uh, And Greller looks at you with a little bit of confusion and then begins to open the gate. Uh, the other guy scrambles. The one who's not knocked unconscious is scrambling backwards, pushing himself against the wall and hissing.
3: Well,
2: I suppose this is about to get ugly.
1: Um... Greller walks in, unsheathes his sword, and starts just hold on non-lethaling the okay. guy with the flat of the blade to okay. knock him into a corner. <laughs> All right. Does he... He beats him
2: unconscious? No,
1: he just kind of... Make sure he stays in the corner and keeps him pinned there while you go up to the unconscious body.
3: Um
2: I think I'll actually start with the living one. God, this is, this is they were supposed to be unconscious. Um, um What are you whispering? What is that sound? Harvest, harvest. Keep, keep him at bay for just a second, or knock him out. And I think I, I go to the unconscious one.
1: What do you do to the
2: unconscious one? I, uh,
1: do I drag? I growler
2: doesn't care. I harvested his soul.
1: All right. You plunge your dagger into his belly, ripping it open, giving you room to plunge the amulet of Malchus into his body and suck his soul out of it. Uh, You notice...
2: What happens in the corner?
1: I mean, you're focused on your task. here; It requires all your attention. Mm -hmm. But when you look up from it, you see Greller has the sword pointed at the, the prisoner... But is watching you with eyes fairly wide. Um, the prisoner in the corner is completely pale and completely motionless,
2: um, contemplating whether to use a true seeing now and recharge. I now let's just get this on with. I stride over to him
1: and. You can only hold one soul in the amulet at a time.
2: Oh, yeah, I use it to charge my staff. Okay, right cool. I, I, I didn't even keep it in the amulet.
1: All right. Yeah. And you harvest the second one.
2: Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I think while Greller has him like just chased in the corner, I just go up to him and knife him to death. And like as he passes past zero and quits struggling, I harvest his soul with the amulet. Yeah.
4: Is he
1: um, put up a fight, or is that? At that. He's, no. he's gonna put up a bit of a fight. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so do you want so me to, I want sorry. you to roll initiative,
2: including weapon speed. Yeah. Uh, ouch! I'm slow. All right. So, I so start, as I start striding, or as I turn towards him, dagger in hand,
1: he lashes out with a kick uh, and Provoking hits you. An opportunity attack. Uh, yes, it's an unarmed attack against a man with a bladed weapon. Get a, a opportunity attack at plus four. Um. So, a d20 plus five. Plus six, because Carl is magical. Ooh, nice. You skewer him. Only two points of damage. It's okay. He was at one HP anyway. He drops unconscious as you slash through his leg. All
2: right. I kneel down, like, finish him with a stab through the gut. Uh, harvest the soul. Okay. And, of Yeah. I look up sheepishly to Griller. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> now I need to get to the the Lord's the Lord's business. Um, it's about to get messy in here. You may wish to. This isn't messy. <laughs> Let out a sigh. It's it's only just begun.
3: All right, we'll yeah, take
1: I'm... a break while Carl harvests the pineal glands, which are mm-hmm. located near the brainstem.
2: They're in the brain somewhere. I don't even know if Carl knows. We'll be digging around.
1: It's dark. And fortunately, yeah. no one's left alive to feel the...
2: Jesus, it's a, a pea-sized conical mass behind the third brunticle of the brain. So I'm looking for a pea in the brain.
1: It takes a while. And we're going to go to break while Georg carves the man's brains apart. See you guys in a few minutes. Welcome back to Dyson with Death, everybody. Georg, you and Kel Greller emerge from the dungeon sometime later. Kel Greller
2: watches this whole endeavor?
1: Yes. Good lord.
2: (laughs) Alright. Awkward. Um... He holds the, the light for you. Really? What a good friend. Or maybe he's just collecting dirt. Alright. Um, Is there any good way to get rid of the bodies? Or do they just... He seems unconcerned with them. So we just leave them in the, in the cell?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Alright, then. Okay. So I... Surface with two bloody pea-sized glands.
3: Mm-hmm. Greller, this whole
1: process take? 45 minutes.
2: Okay. And I'm just, like, covered in blood.
1: Yeah. Greller immediately returns to his duties with the training of the men. I hop
2: aboard my horse.
1: You I... get a look from Kel Crystal. A...
3: God, <laughs> One of
1: those what happened looks.
2: I don't make eye contact with anyone with her with the recruits. And I ride my horse out the front gates. <laughs> 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 my reputation has just been dragged through the mud. Dragged through the blood. <sighs> wow. Like I'm probably cupping these glands in my hand the whole way back. I like, don't want to like them, And I'm just like, it's just like a horrible, wet, soggy symbol for what
1: my life has become. Mm-hmm. When you arrive back at your house, uh, you see there is the gem merchant waiting in front of your building.
3: Uh,
1: he sees you right up. And at first he was about to say something and then he stops himself and just kind of watches you as you ride all the way up and his hand, slowly drops to his side. And he meekly moves to the side to prevent you from blocking your door.
2: Give me just a moment to clean up. I was uh, butchering a pig. And I... Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, oh, no, go. good, yes. Oh, wow. I... Sorry for the fright. I, like enter my house and set the pineal glands on like a towel somewhere um tidy up do i have a backup robe uh, (laughs) i think you do i've got a set of clothes at least yeah you dress appropriately yeah and open the door a minute or two later
3: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: uh the gem merchant is there I,
2: i hope you haven't been waiting long um
3: no, no. Uh,
1: anything for you.
2: <laughs> I would invite you in, but uh, as you see, my roof's in shambles. I'm
1: yes, looking. I I heard there were uh, there was a fire. Yes. Yes. Anyway, um, I sold the gem. And... Fantastic. Here is... Remember, we're, we're splitting it 50-50, so here's your uh, the rest of your cut. Because I, I already gave you 100 up front, remember? Yes. yes excellent, excellent, good. <laughs> um, he hands you a small leather pouch filled with 150 golden coins. I
2: pour it out into my hand, I say. May I sort of frown. I say, oh, this is it? Was, was there a problem with the with the topaz?
1: No, no problem. I just... I sold it for five hundred.
2: I look him intently in the eye. Hmm. Not much of a negotiator, I see. Five hundred. Five hundred. There should be okay. Two hundred and fifty. Okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense.
1: Um. That's you know that's, that's what it, what it's worth.
2: It was under the impression that topaz were among the most valuable of gemstones,
1: but I suppose you are the expert. <laughs> Perhaps I could throw in an extra fifty gold finder's fee.
2: No, no, no. I I want to make sure that I I, I want the deal to be fair. I just hmm. I shrug. Very well. Okay hope you had a pleasant trip. Welcome home. <laughs> Glad to be back, I think. Uh, I think good. I'd be more sour if it weren't for the fact that I just got almost a thousand from the Lord. All right, 150, you said? Mm-hmm. Brings me to a total of 1100 in my treasure trove. Not what I was expecting. So under the impression topaz were worth like one to five thousand, which I'm not going to metagame and look up at this moment. But
3: um, I think
2: I mean Georg's probably like I mean he's he's frazzled. He's not in any mood to be yeah,
4: second guessing
2: yeah. this gem seller. But um, disappointing. Uh,
1: topaz five hundred. Oh. Oriental topaz is a thousand. That's racist.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I didn't. I think I wound up getting like he was going to he was going to pay me three hundred. Yeah. yeah, I think he was going to buy it off you for 300. 300. OK, so I got an extra. You know, I got even less than I than I would have if I had just sold the two out. Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Grumble, grumble. Oh, well. Save the haggling for the thieves and jewelers. You've got bigger fish to fry. Yeah. So I guess I leave my um, pineal glands to dry under the sun in the hole in my roof.
3: Okay.
1: And...
2: I'll have to figure... Yeah. Yeah. seems impractical to have to murder every time I need pineal gland. I should just like make a deal with a local butcher. Perhaps. How many, how many castings can I get out of a single pineal gland? Is it one pineal, one, Mm. one casting? Let's see.
1: It's a pinch of powdered pineal gland, but it, pineal gland is only a pea sized so I'd say you Mm -hmm. can get two castings for each dried pineal gland okay um and you you're marking down the number of castings and everything yeah
2: okay and did I go visit my surgeon
1: um, he's getting to know you fairly personally at this point mm-hmm. he looks you up and down and goes uh-huh same same as always
3: <clears throat>
1: um,
2: no i'm afraid i had a an accident an explosion this morning so Yeah, burn ointment and i don't know if there's anything you can do about growing the eyebrows back faster
1: uh, no, unfortunately, you're going to look a little bit silly for a while. Uh, perhaps perhaps Carl, it is time that we get to know each other a little bit better. You seem to be my most frequent customer. Well, glad we can
2: be so mutually beneficial to one another. Yes. Or my most frequent source of HP. <laughs> do you want to give him a name? Is that what you're getting at? Yes.
3: Um,
1: his name is Dr. Baltar. Dr. Baltar.
2: Any personality notes that I've gathered over the weeks of working with him? Or He's
1: quiet and likes to do his job and get out. Okay. Does he have an office somewhere in town? He's got a, a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Let me just make a note here. He is five foot five, 160 pounds, 53 years old. Um, and fairly direct to the point.
3: Okay.
2: All right. Well, I get his burn ointment and his treatment, and head back to my house. Um, I'll get back to my studies. i probably pen a letter to Aldrich. Uh-huh. I should probably get around to responding to Ramdell as well. Um. So, to Aldrich, I'll say something like, um, um, "I don't know, your reputation precedes you. It would be a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Unfortunately, I am indisposed, but I would greatly appreciate if you call upon me when you are in Misty Rapids in ten days' time." Fantastic. I'll send a letter to. Ramdall, it pleases me to hear you are well and of and recovering. Um, I'm sorry to hear about uh, your spellbook. I, I, I will be in. I will be pursuing this uh, this witch and will keep you apprised of any progress. And we'll let you know next time I'm in Thornwood. And I'll find a messenger and send out these two notes. Fantastic. I don't think I don't think anything important is really there, but just right. keeping up my correspondence. Um and I'll prop I Considering my current state, I'll probably lie low in Misty Rapids for a while. Recovering HP, studying spells, I'm waiting on my robes, I'm waiting on my roof, which I guess I don't need to be here for. Okay. Oh, uh, I guess the next day I'll be
1: clairvoyancing, so let's deal with that. Um, so it's past that day. You weren't in combat today. You got exploded, but you weren't in combat, and you didn't really do anything strenuous, so I don't know if I should give you HP for today. It's kind of like first thing in the morning, something blew up in your face.
2: Yeah. How far away is this doctor's house from my house? It doesn't change anything now, but I'm thinking if I ever blow myself up again, if it's close, if it's within one minute of running distance, so I could run over there and get immediate attention to get the D3 HP...
1: Hmm. Um, the doctor lives over on this side of town, which I'm drawing right now. There it is. Okay.
2: So unlikely Oh he's not to scale at all. Yeah. Okay. So I couldn't yeah. Unless I teleport or something, I'm not gonna be able to get there within a round of blowing myself up. Right. That says not in combat, I stabbed
1: a man to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. All right. No healing today. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Um, We can just keep passing days while you rest and study. Unless there's something you'd like to do. I think, I think so. Okay. We pass another day. Um, and-
2: well, the next morning I do go to go back to the keep. Uh, Sure. Alright, you. I summon my Phantasmal Speed and Steed and head south to the Keep.
1: Is there really no cost associated with Phantasmal Steed? No. Yeah, no material cost. Fantastic. Alright, you make it back to the Keep. Um. You find Baron song in audience with a few peasants.
3: Okay. Um,
1: seems like they started a little while ago, and you're going to have to wait a bit for the everything to be done.
2: Sure. I step into the audience chamber and stand in the back. Um, I've probably done my best to wash my robes, but I think they're bloodstained. Mm-hmm. Horrifying, aren't they? Or did I... Transfer the patch onto something else. No. No, I think they're just... I mean, they've been washed, but they're still... They're, like, mottled with blood and...
1: Yeah. Stains that can't quite come out. Um, The first few people are just talking about, you know, uh, fence lines and grazing rights and typical things that peasants would come to their Lord about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the last guy in there is pretty quiet. His head is hung low. And when it comes time to speak, he steps up and says, um, my good Baron, I, I don't know how to put this, but we have been seeing shadows in the night weird unearthly ungodly shadows that move and wherever they go people people fall and twist they they showed up last night and we rang the church bells and uh, there were dozens of them moving between the houses we i my family and I escaped on horseback but not everyone was so lucky. I, I, shadows, mere no no swords, no blades, no no weapons of any kind. Just shadows. And wherever they went, people people lay down. I know I sound crazy, but it it's the truth. Shadows. Baron Song sits on his throne. <clears throat> Rubs his chin a moment, looks to you in the back, and says, Perhaps you would be so kind as to address Ark Carl directly with this. I believe this is something of his realm. The guy turns to see Carl and his <laughs> slightly cleaned up, but still kind of gross robes.
2: They're uh, clean. I think there's just like set red yeah. stains all yeah. over the place.
1: Yeah. Maybe wine. Mm-hmm. Maybe dirt. Probably not. He looks back to you and shakes his head and goes, I, I, I'm, I'm not crazy. They're shadows I've, of men. I have heard with red eyes.
2: I, Beady red eyes. I deny your claims. Where did you say you were from? Where is your village?
1: Uh, four miles east of Misty Rapids, just south of the road, a half mile. We have a, a, a hamlet, a nice yes. We've got a, a an avocado orchard that our town is quite fond of.
2: Best quest quest reward ever. <laughs> I will. I will come to your village later this afternoon and see if there's anything I can
1: uncover. Okay. Um, he kind of gives you a, a nod and then slowly backs out of the hall, leaving you, Kelgreller, and Baron Song. Do wraiths make other wraiths? Shit shit <laughs> shit
2: <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure when they level level drain you to zero level 0
1: they turn you into a wraith huh oh god baron song looks at you and says well that was disturbing i thought you we had this problem under control
2: i did i did too we banished the creature i guess there were more or maybe this is something
1: else entirely kelgriller speaks up saying it's a shame we don't have father ralnat anymore his death is proving to be problematic baron song looks at you expectantly
2: Yes, priests have their usage uses. Well, I'll head to this village after we speak and see what I can come up with. I,
1: yeah. Was there something else you needed? Ark, Carl? Um, Well,
2: yes, I I have made the preparations to uh, attempt at this clairvoyance for the first time. I thought you would like to weigh in on the subject of my my visions
3: yes
1: you said it must be a specific location that's visited upon not a can i can we direct it to the location of a specific person just can we find lady redshield with this can we just see my wherever she is the
2: locale must be known familiar or obvious
1: Right, correct me. So that's correct.
2: I can't clairvoyance a person, I need to clairvoyance a location. Correct. No, unfortunately, it must be a location familiar to me or obvious. Hmm. And Lady Redshield has likely made magical precautions to conceal herself from such, or at least it wouldn't surprise
1: me. Hmm. Well then.
2: This is just a first first test of these abilities, but Yes. If yes. There's anyone you would like to check
1: in on any suggestions? <clears throat> I look to Greller as well. Nina Castilian speaks up. Lord Song, you've been to her th- hall before, where she holds her audience.
2: I have, haven't I? I mean, I, that's yeah. Her keep, uh, Randall's tower, was located in her keep. So I passed, yes. I passed through the great hall to get to his keep. Right? Um,
1: you've either passed through it or you've seen it through open doors. Sounds obvious. Yeah. <laughs>
2: i nod i could scry upon her great hall excellent now it will take me further study to perfect the ability to listen in but i can i can have a peek um so the duration is one round per level i can't change locations though right i pick the location and then i spy on that one location
3: for
1: six rounds i believe that is correct see in his mind whatever was within sight and range from the spell locale chosen oh so with clairvoyance it's not something that you show to other people
2: no i go into like a trance okay
1: so they'll just have to trust me Mm -hmm. okay so you trance it up
3: yeah
2: so i need somatic material verbal pinch of pineal gland Right, lead sheeting and magical protection blocks it, but that's it. Right.
1: Um, you see, ne- uh, Nina Castilian's hall. She's there, uh, sitting in her nice big comfy chair. With the whole line of peasants down in front of her, coming approaching her one at a time with their problems. Mm-hmm. You see Ramdel, bandaged all over, sitting next to her, mm-hmm. um, and her the captain of her guard on the other side few other footmen and soldiers about. Um, a few nobles scattered throughout the hall, kind of watching and listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see there's an applause going on for something. And then a, a peasant bows and walks away. Some food is brought over. A jester comes out and starts singing and dancing and juggling. Um,
2: How do I know he's singing? I can't hear anything.
1: You can see his mouth moving in the the method. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah.
3: Know. Um,
1: And eventually the spell wears off right as they come back from their five minute intermission break and a new peasant steps up to begin asking questions or, you know, bringing issues.
2: So I guess I watch for six minutes, studying as best I can. Does it give any description of what can be done in such time? No, it's not like it. Yeah. Okay. Um I guess I make I make note of the Nobles and the Knights to the best of my ability. Her captain of the guard is a knight, right? Yes, who I have met before.
1: I don't know if you've actually talked with him. Mm-hmm. If you've spoken to Nina Castilian, you've probably seen him, but I don't think you have had a conversation.
2: looking up right now any defining characteristics is like what i make note of his
1: arms or his armor let's see um the captain of her guard is a female half-elf actually okay uh, so this is probably the first you're me, seeing this is my of first her. time
2: i've seen her yeah i think i'm i don't know who i that doesn't sound familiar
1: um and she looks quite impressive when you're watching her um She has a a spear with a haft made of white oak and wrapped with blue scales mm-hmm. um, and a glistening, kind of like shining even in the, the dim light of the, the Great Hall. The, the point is shining. She also is carrying a a a what is her?
3: Armor.
1: What armor? Uh, she's wearing field plate armor made out of steel. She also carries a short sword, a dagger, a big green kite shield. Um, she's got a, I mean, a sh- shield and a
2: spear, a
1: shield, a spear, okay. f- field plate, sword, dagger, um, that sort of stuff
2: conscious of the real world during this time or am i like in a trance um
1: like if i were to do this in battle would i just be like a a zombie i think as long as you can choose to focus on where you are or where the clairvoyance is happening so you in battle you could be focusing on this other site for a round and you're in the crowd
2: okay all right i mean i'm spend the rest of the six minutes looking. Am I conscious of the real world during this time? Or am I like in a trance? Um,
1: Like if I were to do this in battle, would I just be like a, a zombie? I think as long as you can choose to focus on where you are or where the clairvoyance is happening. So you in battle, you could be focusing on this other site for a round. And then the next round, you could be focused on battle. And then the round after that, you could go back and forth. But it's a... You know, you focus on one or the other for the whole round. Okay. Um,
2: Okay. I bet this is my first time scrying. So I think I
1: savor every minute of it. Baron's song nods as you tell him what you see.
2: Yeah. So I guess I come out of my trance. How long was I out?
1: Five minutes or so.
2: It worked. I, I saw into uh, Castilian's Great Hall. Um, hmm. Nothing unusual. Ramdal was there, bandaged, but recovering. Uh, a woman in in plate,
1: the spear, an elf. Half-elf, says Baron Song. Yes. Kel erica larkhorn or as most people know her half blood
3: hmm. yes
2: well, she was there a number of nobles i did not recognize no sign of lady Redshield, obviously hmm. uh she was holding court nothing nothing unusual it was the jester I guess I go through whatever else I saw I I think that was pretty much it
1: Mm -hmm. He nods That Erica Larkhorn A formidable fighter if there ever was one Is this Song or
2: Greller Song Um, Yes she looked quite fearsome
3: Yes
1: Well then, I take it you will deal with these shadows in the east. I will investigate, but
2: this is most most troubling.
3: mm-hmm
2: God like we, we, we we're fucked out of character. Like the, this the, this land is basically useless at this point, right? There's just a never-ending wraith farm going on in the in the villages to the east. They can level drain 0 with level characters. Well, I guess that. Mhm. <laughs> I mean cuz how many how many people did it sound like died yesterday? Mm-hmm. He didn't say. But each one of those people I mean if these if that's how they multiply, if each one of those fallen is now a wraith. Taking down one of those things when it was enough of a nightmare. I can I don't even know how I would Good lord. Perhaps you should speak to a cleric. Yeah, I go back to well, I did try to speak to a cleric and he was fucking useless. He was he was a meat shield for a couple of rounds and then he turned on me. I go back and I go back into the yard and hop on my horse.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. Your phantom horse is still there, I think. Mm -hmm. Lasts for hours?
2: Uh, Lasts for six hours. So you have time to take me a couple miles east and check out this village.
1: Okay. Um, You arrive at the village sometime later.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: There's an eerie stillness about the air here. The man that you had seen in court, you pass on the road. Actually, uh, just as you're approaching the the uh, the village.
2: All right, um, I
1: just ride past him <laughs> with no regard for him. Just no. okay.
3: Where is my track. Okay. That's not what we're looking it's for. Noise.
1: It's the wrong noise. That's what it is. Okay. Uh, so you come into the village and you see a few people about. Um, you see a stack of bodies and some people digging graves. <clears throat>
2: I dismount, leaving my phantom steed in the road. And walk over to the
1: to the graves. The peasants look up from what they're doing and stop to give you a look to see what you do. I count the graves. Looks like there's ten of them.
3: Oh, God. Shadows. Shadows came
1: one? in the night with the face of a of a skull bleeding with red light billowy clouds formed their base I, i've never seen anything like it
2: i have i say and i look intently into the man's eyes for a second
1: he looks away and kind of shakes his head and goes back to digging i'm
2: sorry for your losses i look amongst
1: the, the graves and the crowd how many people are gathered very few there are five people digging graves one person standing over the bodies, saying a few words he looks like a priest how big is the village 35 buildings wow. uh, where
2: is this village especially in relation to the dissect excavation site
1: Um, the village is, where's my drawing tool?
2: So it looks like due north of
1: the, yeah.
2: God. What have we done? What have I done? I turned to someone new. I say, "Did you see them too?"
1: He nods enthusiastically. It's a, a young lad, maybe 17, 16, yeah. 17 years of age. How many? I don't know, a, a dozen. It was yeah. dark. I it was hard to tell what was a shadow and what was real. Are there bodies or have they already been placed in the earth? There are bodies stacked up nearby. They have not yet been placed in the earth. Are you are you here to help?
2: I came to investigate, but I think we need a priest. Is the, the priest is there? Mm-hmm. Does
1: he speak up when I say this? Uh, he seems to be lost in thought, or lost in prayers.
2: I kneel next to one of the bodies and take a look at them.
1: It uh, Looks twisted and contorted like it died in horrible agony. Its mouth is agape, its eyes are wide, you know, stuck wide open. Um, rigor mortis has set in, its jaw is open its hand mm-hmm. is outstretched but you know has been forced down next to its side
2: I shake my head and stand up <clears throat> I The Last priest night was no oh, good. First time this has happened.
1: Are you saying this to the priest? Whoever is nearest, sure. yeah, that's him. He nods. Yes, yes. I've never seen these things before.
3: I've heard of all manner
1: of undead, but but nothing like this.
2: Perhaps what are the villages nearby? Were they attacked?
1: Any word? I haven't gone to see yet. I will make the
2: rounds before I head back to town. I wait a moment to see if the priest
1: has anything to say. He begins to shake his head slowly and says, the end times are coming. Or Carl. The end times are coming.
2: I pause and just look intently into his eyes for a moment. And then turn and walk back to my phantom steed. (laughs) All right. You silently gallop off. Um, I will try and find another village to check on. I guess I saw some on the road over, right?
1: Yeah, there are villages
2: on the way. Nothing looked troublesome about it. Like I saw people out and about. It wasn't like they looked abandoned or murdered or...
1: The villages seemed normal.
2: Um, I'll head a little farther east, maybe like the next village over,
1: sure. or are there villages south off the road? yeah, there're there's kind of villages all over the countryside. Okay. so
2: so I think I'll randomly pick a village like southeast mm-hmm. here so, like ride into the tether wild a bit and see if
1: I can. you do find a village there. Okay. Um, I ride in. It seems pretty normal. Everyone's hanging out, uh, chatting about this and that. They see you ride in on this weird horse that makes no noise with gaseous hooves. (laughs) They stare, mouth agape at you, and someone approaches and goes,
3: What is
1: that? This is my steed.
2: I need a cool name for him, don't I? There's no...
1: There's no hooves. What what sort of creature is this? Is it is it safe to touch?
2: Please don't. Oh, oh. Uh, I've I've just come from hell. I don't even know the name of that village, do I? Mm-hmm. I point over my shoulder the the hamlet and I like gesture back that way. Mhm. Has I look around conspiratorially has has word reached you
1: yet? What's going on? Something happening over there? <clears throat> Never mind. All is well here. Well, I mean, all as well as usual. Is there something we should be worried about? Something going on?
2: No, no. Just making the
1: rounds. You sure? Because you see him off the pale. Is there something... This is, this is just how I look.
2: Oh. I like, turn, turn my phantom steed around and ride off. Okay. Um, I pull through. I, I had West back to misty rapids um poking through a few villages on the way but unless it looked i mean i think it'd be pretty obvious if they were grieving or burying bodies so i yeah
1: it's pretty easy to tell that everywhere else seems to be fine
2: how do rates not just like like it seems like there's no way to stop these creatures Sort of like a paladin army I don't I don't understand how they don't just like run amok and utterly destroy the ecology of any world that they're placed in.
1: That's a very astute observation. Perhaps something will reveal answers for you.
2: Yeah. So this is what Georg's pondering as he's riding back to Misty Rapids. Actually, how how many hours has it been? So I started this morning. Never... Summon my steed, road south. By the time you
1: get back yeah. to Misty Rapids, it's been well, like I, I'm oh. thinking
2: of not going to Misty. I was thinking of checking in on
1: the temple.
2: Um it's been two
1: hours or so since you first summoned your steed.
2: And how far is the temple off the road? Looks like five miles? So do I yeah. think I could so I could stop by the temple before heading back. Yeah. There's rates there, I can't even deal with it. But I think I move faster than them. Oh, the rates I I don't think they come out in the sunlight, but I haven't really tested this. Alright, so I'm gonna stop by the temple on my way back. Um so I don't know if I've flip flopped and decided or if I'm continuing south after visiting that village. Before I go back to Misty Rapids, I'm going to head to the dissec lands.
1: Okay. Just the you of them. make it back to the temple and it is more or less the same as it was last time you are here, except there are wagon ruts leading into the excavated area. Are the bodies still strewn about? Yes, uh, but the tents are gone.
2: The tents have been taken down? Yes. Hmm. Um, I know I'm not a tracker. Can I tell, though, if these tents were taken down separately from the excavation? As in, like, does it look like dissect people came
1: and took down the campsite? Or does it look like they've been taken down and removed? Um, There's some furniture lying around. But the
2: can I see if there's wagon ruts going both directions or just the one? Um,
1: Give me a perception check. nice uh you do notice indeed there are wagon ruts headed north towards the road um and some wagon ruts lead to the towards the tents and everything and some other ruts lead towards the um tunnel that leads to the temple
2: okay but there's so there's only one set of wagon ruts
1: there's two sets heading back to the road yeah. So there's one going back to the keep and then there's one going back to the road
2: or something like no, that? No, no.
1: So there's two sets of tracks. They both come from the road and then they split. One going to the buildings and one going to the underground area. Okay. So it looks like there were two wagons on the road that came here.
2: Okay. Okay. Well, I head to the temple, ride
1: my horse straight up to the entrance. Okay. You get to the entrance. It's that long passageway that goes underground. Okay. Um, you have no light source, though. Um, just
2: s- does true seeing allow me to see in darkness? Mm-hmm.
1: Do you have a soul about...
2: charged right now,
1: or always? Who do you think I am? Well, you've never had a soul charged in your amulet before.
2: I don't have a soul charged. I have I have spells charged. Oh, okay. Um. All things there, the spell penetrates normal and magical darkness. Cool. Yeah, so I think that's what I'll do. I think I will invoke, pull out the amulet and cast a true sting.
1: Okay, it lasts
2: for um eleven rounds. So I'm ca- with the amulet. I cast as an as a level eleven. Right, it increases the casting level caster's level by five.
1: Yeah, um, it's five, right?
2: Yeah, that's okay. what it was for the magic missiles. So. Yeah and it's the same for 11 this 11 rounds. And I descend into the into the subterranean temple. Ready I... to turn tail and run if any wraiths are down here. Um, I assume it's too tall to ride the horse in, correct?
1: Correct.
3: Du-du-du-du-da.
1: Just checking something here.
3: Uh, Okay, cool.
1: So you head down into the temple. You see the door is shut once you're down in there.
2: The door is shut.
1: Yes. Um, yeah, you get a little bit closer and see that it's not like sealed shut. It's just closed most of the way. I pushed it open. Is it right? It pull it open with my staff.
2: Pull it yeah, open. Yeah. Pull it. yeah.
1: Right. I think Carl in one hand, I pull it open with the other. The hinges creak loudly. Um, And before you is the Statue of Malchus. Is it, though?
2: Is it? I have true seeing. Yes, it is.
1: Ah, true seeing. Someone is being crafty. Was there anything
2: that I saw on the door?
1: No. Before opening it? Hmm. Have you thought about this? I had I have thought about this some. <laughs> Illusions and apparitions. Apparitions are seen through.
2: See all things as they actually are. Sounds like I yeah. I mean, so I think that this would reveal like it's probably a magical artifact or something. I think that this would reveal how it was constructed before the enchantments
1: were put on it to make it
2: appear. Um,
1: It appears as a column. Just a blank column? Just a blank column.
2: Hmm. Illusions and apparitions are seen through polymorph changed or enchanted objects are apparent. Yes, The real see, form appears translucently superimposed on the apparent form.
1: Ah, so then it is a statue of Malchus with a column kind of translucently imposed like, you know, his arm is raised here, but you see a, a translucent column rising here out of his shoulder and above his head a little bit.
2: Okay. What does the Amulet of Malchus look like? Anything different?
1: Well, one side has the the back side has the symbol of Malchus on it in three different places. The front side has no symbols. It's got the three gems in a circle and the one in the middle made of gold.
3: Nothing
2: special is revealed. Correct. I wonder if, the, if this if I was scrying with this tree seeing, would my would this extend to the scryed region, or is it only my physical form that...
1: Can you cast spells through scrying?
2: Oh, wait, hold on. The spell effects cannot be enhanced with magic, the tree says, so... I don't know. Sounds like probably not. But... Okay, so I wander around the temple, looking if there's anything else worth investigating here like there were two side chambers I think I don't think there was anything special about them are there any secret passages no,
1: you start looking around when a billowing mist no, run! I run. appears <laughs> before you where where does uh, it appear just deeper within the temple it comes around a um, an edge that had blocked your line of sight to it does and... my true
2: seeing reveal anything special
1: your true seeing reveals reveals things as they truly are um, there's this gaseous billowing cloud of darkness that rises to like these two arms reaching out in a a blackened skull with the insides kind of glowing with red light um, yeah. but faintly inside of that column of darkness you see someone um Uh, It looks like a a foot soldier. Maybe he's got a little bit of armor on. He's got a short sword at his side and just kind of a a vacant, hollow look on his face, you know, ghostly in the center of this creature as it reaches out for you. But initiative setting the door behind me. Yes, yes. But initiative.
2: God damn it. Eight natural five.
1: You go first.
2: All right. I run and shut the door behind me.
1: The door clatters with a loud
2: boom
1: that rings through the air. I back up the
2: door. I back up the hallway. Um, I think I, I want to get far enough away that I feel like I could run if I need to. But I want to. I want to glance back and see if it comes through the closed door.
1: You know what? We're at our break time, so why don't we come back on the other side of our break and see what happens with the Wraith. See you guys in a few minutes. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dyson with Death. Georg has escaped the Wraith, turned in the hall to look back towards the door, where you see a ghostly form, gaseous in nature, slipping through the cracks of the door. It's burning eyes looking for you. It's outstretched hand reaching for you in the darkness.
2: I'm re- I continue my retreat up into the sunlight. Okay. Um,
1: initiative for next round. You're going to make it up into up to the surface? Uh, you waited to see it move, so I was going to just do next round initiative. But I guess you could have done a half move and waited.
2: I mean, that's that's what I was aiming
1: to do. Okay. But... Sure. You retreat and make it up to the surface. Um. As you look down back where you came, you see the wraith moving through the darkness, coming up the shaft towards the light.
2: I, I think I, I'd get on my horse
1: and pull away. Okay. It breaks free from the darkness, entering the open sky, uh, where it promptly shields itself from the sun and drifts back down into the dark. But yeah, doesn't go too far. It looms maybe thirty, twenty feet back from the edge of the light, looking at you, yeah. hungering I, for I, you. I think I'm
2: like way I'm like way off hundred like, I don't know, a couple hundred feet away or something on horseback watching this transpire. Okay. I wanna lock it down there, but I don't know how I'm supposed to drive it back. I need a priest.
1: What are you gonna do with it?
2: God, Etherealness would have been would have been good. Um I'm gonna light a torch. Okay ride my horse over to still in the sunlight to the entrance to the to the tunnel look down the tunnel and stare this creature in the eyes
1: it moves to the edge of the darkness and reaches out for you and then recoils its hand as soon as it reaches into the light
2: i chuck a torch
1: at it the torch passes through it and tumbles onto the other side the wraith makes no notice of it
2: What I need to do? Well, I mean, I need to wizard lock those rates in their prison, but how to get them down there?
1: It keeps its eyes focused on you. Yeah, I think I turn to leave. Yeah,
2: and head back to to the keep.
3: All right.
2: I need like a light spell. I don't think Baron's song will be so amenable when I go back and be like, hey, I need to borrow a priest for just a few minutes to deal with these wraiths again oh you Uh-oh. know I could I could tunnel more light in there <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh. all right you make your way back to Misty Rapids. It's a pleasant enough journey in the warm sunlight. No wraiths chasing you that you're aware of. And you find yourself back in misty rapids with half an hour to spare on your horse. I was thinking I was going back to the keep. Do you make it back to the keep with 15, 10 minutes left on your horse? You're still going to need eight hours to remember to do spells today. If you want to keep learning.
3: (sighs) Oh, fuck.
2: Yeah, I go back to... I go to... talk to Baron Song. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
1: No... All right, you find him. Uh, he is out in the courtyard chatting with Kel Crystal as you approach. They stop their conversation for I, her to open the I gate ride for up you. up
2: and dismount.
3: Mm. <clears> throat>
1: what throat> brings you here, Ark
2: Carl? I have an update on the... I look like self-consciously to Kel Crystal, who's still standing right there. She she she, stays. she stands. Watches. Yeah.
1: Listens. The
2: uh, wraith situation.
1: Hmm. Yes. Are there more of these demonic creatures?
2: I nod slowly. They are. They. They seem to be coming from the the excavated temple.
1: Well, you've dealt with one. Can you not deal with them all?
2: I don't think I have such power. I may be able to seal them within the temple, but I first need to drive them back. God, I wish... Uh, wish the father
1: were still here. Will Mother Omen not work? She is a... Powerful cleric in her own right, if somewhat driven insane.
2: Would she be amenable?
1: She's always talking about purifying the filth of the world. This seems right up her alley. Perhaps that will cause her to realize that man is not the true filth here. And somewhat temper her escapades.
2: I nod. Very well. I will see if she can help me drive the creatures back while I seal them off.
3: Hmm.
1: Excellent. Is there uh, anything well, else?
2: I don't believe so. Um, good. Good day. All I nod right. to him and give Crystal a smile and a nod.
1: Mount um, back up. All right, your horse disappears almost by the time you're back to Misty Rapids. Is a it's uh, just kind yeah. of like whoop, drops <laughs> to the ground,
2: and I walk the rest of the way.
1: Yeah, uh, I think you have to spend the next de- rest of the day in prayer if you want to keep learning spells, or not in yeah. prayer in study.
3: Yeah,
2: I think I will go stop by Mother Omen. Okay,
1: at the Temple of Purification god i hate this place <laughs> you approach the temple of purification is she Hannah's in corner. the temple or out at the street she is out on the street corner um with a few of her other servants not servants followers nearby and she is ta- uh, shouting loudly about the nature of the world and nadinas and nadinas guides us and forms us and is the, the true mother of the, er, of the Earth. It is not just Martha. It is Nadinas who brings life to everything. You I stand a good her. ways
2: back, so this is just sort of a distant rabble. Mm-hmm. I like wait off some hundreds of feet behind the crowd as I let her finish her sermon. How, how many people have gathered?
1: Uh, it looks like there's five people who are standing around her, helping her <laughs> with her sermon, and then... Mm-hmm no one that she's really preaching to. She's just kind of like shouting out into the town and the people who happen to live nearby or work nearby. So
2: it's not like there's a crowd gathered. She's just, okay.
1: Yeah. She's just going off on, on this. Okay.
2: Um, how long does this go on for? I, th- I mean, maybe I'll wait a few minutes, but if it seems like she's just babbling incoherently to herself,
1: I'll probably uh, walk up and interrupt. Yeah. A few minutes pass and she see- shows no signs of slowing down.
2: <laughs> all right, she's not like casting an enthrall spell or anything i don't have to like make a save when i approach <laughs> nope she's <laughs> just, just preaching
1: the gospel of nadinas
2: all right so i'll walk right up to her and she, and she continues to just talk to herself
1: uh as you approach she turns and says and here we have a prime example of the sinners of the world those that need to be cleansed I have seen this man covered with blood more times than I dare remember. Repent, embrace Nadinus for as your true nature and your true mother. wash yourself of your sins, <clears throat> and she pulls a good berry from her pocket.
2: Um, mm, my good My good mother, perhaps we can cleanse my sins another time. I have a greater evil that needs
1: cleansing. The true evil lies within my fair ark, Carl. The truest the, the truest true evil, evil must be washed from within you. Here, have, have, a, have a berry and drink from the holy waters of our river.
2: Do I know about good berries? I may just take it to... No, no, <laughs> my modern medicine, I, yeah, I like pull back. Um, does she like try to force a good berry on me? Or if I like Yes, back up,
1: she, she from her water skin. Repent. Repent. Good,
2: <clears throat> milady, or not milady, mother. You, uh, you make a poignant. Uh, I, I. Uh, Do you eat the good berry? I'm still drained. A few willpower. I think eventually, I, I give in. Okay. I think she like she chases me a few feet down the street and like
1: force feeds me a good berry. Yeah, and I gain you gain an HP. You gain an HP. Um, and then after you eat the good berry, she sprinkles some water on you from her water skin. Repent, repent. Good,
2: <clears throat> milady, or not milady, mother. You, uh, you make a poignant point. There is evil within all of us.
1: I am glad to see you are coming to understand the truth.
2: And from time to time, this evil is wrenched from our body and set upon the world.
1: Yes. And we must let Illumis guide our path and let Nadinus show us the way. Have
2: you heard what the die unearthed in the East?
1: Trifles
3: False Trifles.
4: idols
1: idols You speak of of my
2: evil There is true evil out there in the tether wilds You speak of my spirit well there are evil spirits wrenched from their bodies wandering the plains in search of souls while you stand here upon your steps Blessing these travelers with your holy water. I have come to beg for your help.
1: She begins to smile. The Blasphemer has come seeking the light of the gods to redeem his ways. It is truly a joyous moment for us followers. All bless Nadinus.
2: As I said, we can worry about redeeming me first, but
1: there are wraiths in greater wraiths? need of redemption. I heard that Father Ralnot gave his life to defeat the wraith. Are you telling me that there are more and his death was in vain? I let it aside.
2: Indeed, the Father and I did great battle with a wraith and banished it from this world. But more have arisen.
1: Wow. <sighs> And when the father is no more, you come to the mother, the true source of power in this land. Is, is there anyone, is it just me and her and her followers? Like, yeah, five of her followers who are okay. all nodding their heads and giving amens. And
2: I believe I can seal these creatures in this temple. Oh. Perhaps that is why it was sealed off in the first place.
1: However, however, you need a cleric to guide your path, to turn the evil from
2: the world. Does your voice carry the same weight that the fathers did?
1: Can you oh, drive this creature back? My voice does not carry the same weight. My voice rings clearly where her his was garbled. Great. Will you then travel with me? to this temple to to seal the evil away for all time to make right the wrongs of the world yes we shall travel together and my followers will show will come to document the the glorious triumph of nadinus over malchus and vorasi the evils of the world Excellent. How's tomorrow? Tomorrow is grand. I shall see you at sunrise here at the Temple of Purification, where we will purify ourselves together, mind, body, and soul, before we fight. Yes, yes, pure. Okay.
2: (laughs) Thank you, Mother. Head back down the street. <laughs> for the rest of the day and probably a few hours past sundown.
1: All right. Um, your doctor comes through again in the mornings and in the evenings, patches you up, poultices you all over the place, um, gain another 2 HP.
2: 2 or 3? 2. Or three, you didn't so get
1: full something. bed desk. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Um, and we go to the next day. Yeah, I
2: think I will. I think I'll double double up on the Phantom Steed in the next morning. Okay. And I think that's all I'll need to memorize.
1: Did you replace the True Seeing in your amulet?
2: Oh, I have not. What true will you replace it with? One. I would eventually like to replace it with another True Seeing, but. Yeah, True Seeing drains cons, so I lose HP every time I or temporarily lose HP every time I charge.
1: What's your, oh, you don't have high enough con to afford I'm right on the point? Yeah,
2: I've got seven con. When I go down to six, I get a minus one HP adjust.
1: Mm. Oh, that's a lot of HP you lose. That's six HP.
3: Yeah.
2: So I I mean, that's what I typically charge the True Seeing when I have a soul on mm-hmm. hand. Alright, um, so I probably wake up at dawn and then memorize my spells, mm-hmm. so I hope show up to the Temple of Purification after they've purified their minds and their bodies. No, no,
1: they waited for
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what does is, what is this, this scene look
1: like? Um, the associates, the, the clergy, have brought buckets of water from the, from the river. And once the two of you guys are here together, Mother Ullman stands before you and disrobes. The 84-year-old woman stands tall and proud (laughs) before these people as they dump cold water all over her to wash the evils from her. And then she eats a good berry and kneels on the ground and starts to chant some words. The other followers come over with two buckets and look at you expectantly. I just sort of shake my head and stare. One of them whispers loudly, "Disrobe. You must purify yourself." I'm, I'm, I'm feeling plenty pure, thank you. They just splash you with buckets of cold river water. <laughs> <laughs> One I of them hands you a good berry. I eat the good berry.
2: Okay. I yeah, I'm not about to let them see this
1: amulet. Okay. Um After okay, she Adelope, is it, it is Sunday the twenty eighth okay of so I've got February. My
2: rent due in a couple of days..
1: Yeah. Um after a few minutes of prayer, she dresses herself again, stands up and shakes her head at you, and says, "Your humility will be your end. You will shiver with the cold of knowing your self-consciousness.
2: You sure it's not the river water?
1: Um, she mounts up on a kind of broken down donkey that someone I, brings over towards her.
2: I conjure my spectral steed.
1: <laughs>
2: um, she I puts her nose put it, in the air. I it, her... Does it appear underneath me like the like it disappeared? No. I cast the spell and spread my legs, and it
1: just <laughs> and I levitate, and no. the horse appears below me. It appears I... in a, a flash of smoke. All right.
2: I stand upon it. I she a cool
1: name for the steed. She puts her nose in the air at your animal. <laughs> her giant uh, it actually
2: probably spooks her donkey, and I have to, like, ride some distance away.
1: Yeah. The, the donkey is, seems actually to be pretty... It actually says in the spell... Oh, does it disturb other animals? Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Oh, my. Okay. Um,
2: so normal animals shun it. Okay.
1: Yeah, this is what we would call a bomb-proof donkey. It's <laughs> had so much. It's you know, it She's doesn't give a shit it about so anything. Many times, it has seen all manner of things and been involved in a lot of ceremonies. It's, and this donkey it's, is just it's like seen
2: her naked every single day when she purifies herself in the morning. This
1: donkey's been through all sorts of shit. It's just, it just plods along the road. You can't tell if it's really content with its, its life or it's just given up on life, but it's just. It kind of reminds you of Eeyore a little bit.
3: <laughs> um,
1: but the two of you head out towards. I, her, her entourage does not come with us. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the two of you lead the way, but a good forty people are 40? following you. Oh yeah, wraith bait. Yeah, you—you you may not have quite realized what she meant by her people will pay wi- uh, be witness to your events because all like forty of these people come marching down the road. There's no wagons, but they've got backpacks with supplies in them, and they mm-hmm. start singing prayers and songs, and their voices rise together in a beautiful chorus of. Wonderful thoughts about the nature goddess.
2: Does she you said she preaches
1: the whole way there? The people or, sing songs oh, the whole way oh, there. Oh. She kind of takes a back seat and lets them be the, the singers. I needed to learn a silence spell. <laughs> That's such a dick
2: move. I think it's a pre-spell, but I'm not sure.
3: Okay. Oops. That's not what I want.
1: Nadina spells. Do, 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 do. Um. She
2: better be able to turn undead. If she has some other power and she's just leading me here to get... Murdered by wraiths. I'm going to be mad. We shall see.
1: Let me just take a quick look here. See what spells she's got. Uh. Yeah. And then. So, what would you. What do you do with her?
2: Do I do with her? I mean, like. I don't think, you know... I think we take the road east, um, probably in silence. I'm not sure if there's any conversation I want to have with her. I've heard probably more than enough of her philosophies.
3: hmm. Okay. What, does she... um... what is this? No, okay.
2: Um... I'm at five HP chat. I have been counting good berries. But I think I didn't get two HP for the first strenuous day. The only thing worse than doing math on stream is letting chat do your math for you. Just <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Love you guys.
3: Um... Right, I've only
2: gotten one day of rest
1: HP. Uh, I believe so, yeah. yeah. What the hell is her third spell? Her last spell, I should say.
2: Hopefully it won't come to this, but we'll see. I'm hoping she'll just turn on Dad,
1: they'll chase them
2: into the temple,
1: and then okay. I can wizard-lock the door. But Sure. We'll
3: uh, see.
2: A few
1: hours later, the whole lot of you, the 40-some of you, arrive at the temple. Mm-hmm. Um, Underneath a giant tree, isn't it? Right. The entrance is you know, well away from the giant tree, but the temple itself sits underneath the tree. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's you and 40 followers and Mother Ullman. Have you heard of this temple, Mother? Only what the people in the town have told me. It seems to have been a relic from an age long gone, from perhaps before the Great Quake.
3: Great Quake.
1: When the gods split... Arcadia asunder, created the canals, ripped off sections of land, and cursed this continent. I I do have a religion proficiency, or is this more history? Um, this would probably be a history thing. Probably a religion thing too, but only for the people in Arcadia. You're from a different continent altogether, so.
2: This is kind of news to me.
1: Yeah. Cursed. How cursed? Have you not heard of Arcadia, the cursed land of the gods?
2: I didn't realize it was cursed, but that explains a lot. Race, for example.
3: Huh.
1: So this is the entrance. This is where you need me to turn back the demons. Yeah, I dismount at the entrance. Your and desires. Look, and look to the
2: crowd. Is the crowd, like, gathered around the, the tunnel?
1: They have. Um, a bunch of them start pulling out torches and lanterns, and they look like they're going to come down with you. Oh,
2: God. All this wraith food. Are you... Sh- uh, yes, if you can hold the beasts at bay, I can seal up the church doors.
1: She nods and uh, proceeds to follow with you. I hesitantly descend. Um,
2: I don't light a torch, so I'm hoping that someone with a torch like, comes close enough to
1: be my wraith bait. Uh, yes. So if you and Mother Ullman are going down and neither of you are carrying a torch, one of her devout followers leads the way down the passage, torch in hand.
2: I look nervously to the mother. I say, don't you need like a, some holy water
1: or? I have holy water here. She touches, she taps this big water skin uh, next to her side as she pulls out her amulet of Nadinus before her. It's basically a, uh, a kind of a gilded leaf mm-hmm. uh, that's been flattened and somehow hardened and attached to this like, gold all around the outside I shouldn't say gilded it's edged with gold but the leaf itself is still just a leaf and flat and kind of taut now that it's been edged in gold um, mm-hmm. so she holds that before her as she walks down uh, other hand on the water skin one of her followers bravely leading the way torch light brave or foolish <laughs> okay you make it back down to the Excavation room The doors of the temple are before you They are shut Solid
2: Well maybe I did not need your help After all I step forward and touch the door It's cold Cold bronze I look to the mother I say Anything you would like to do Or shall I seal her up
1: Do what you do, wizard.
2: Very well, then. I suppose I I can always open it again if you uh, are curious to see. I
1: sort of smile. And I cast a wizard lock. Okay. The door is wizard locked. Ching! I think that should do it. Um...
2: None can open this save me and more powerful spellcasters. It should keep out creatures from other planes as well. So not, not particularly confidently I say. So I suppose that is that. And I look to the mother.
1: She nods. And says, are you sure your task is done, wizard? What do you mean? Stand aside. She confidently walks up to the door, takes her free hand, and starts pounding on the bronze doors. And says, evil! Evil that dwells within! Come! Come see the light of Nadinus and be turned for all of us. Uh, There's a a hush falls over her followers who look kind of excitedly, hoping to see something. A moment passes. I
2: clutch my dagger handle, braced for the spell to not work as I expected or...
1: A black mist begins to roll out from underneath the crack oh, under the door.
2: It does. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you read Wizard Lock? I did.
1: Um, the door is not being burst. Oh, wait, but the mist comes through? comes through underneath the cracks of the door from below. What? And begins to solidify before you. And before we go into our final battle here, why don't we take our last break of the day and we'll see what happens on the other side. Ta-ta for now. Welcome back to Dyson with Death, everybody. The wraith begins to slip under the door.
2: I feel like we went through this before
1: (laughs) with a different priest. As you roll initiative...
2: For the record, it was Mother Ullman who was knocking on the door.
1: Correct. Can I get that initiative roll from Uh, you? Nine. All right. Mother Ullman goes first. She sees the wraith beginning to slip through the door and takes a step back. Speaking aloud, the words to an enchantment... As a soft light kind of descends on everyone present and sparkles around you, um, you have been blessed. Plus one to your attacks and saving throws. Versus fear. Mm-hmm. Your That's turn. The
2: whole round, by the way.
1: Oh. Okay. Then she takes a few steps back and begins to chant her prayer, yeah. but does not finish it until later. I assume it still affects like right because like,
2: mm-hmm. it started when we weren't in combat yet. Your turn. Um, where is the wraith? So I, I was I draw Carl
1: and the dagger. The wraith is materializing underneath the door. Can
2: I stab it and then flee without provoking an opportunity attack? Or yes. Well, you hope so. Yeah. All right. I'll do. Yeah. I'll do my best to like shank it from behind, and then step back into the crowd.
1: I okay. haven't been blessed yet. Nope, not yet. An 18. Is a hit! You, you shank the wraith. Uh, the wraith withers and dissipates before you, disappearing into a cloud of nothingness. Yeah, and I take Just advantage. Phew. So I step back into the crowd... Or, like push back
2: towards the crowd do they like let me sink into them or do they they push... do
1: a, a cheer goes up as the wraith vanishes from before you
2: this dagger's only plus
1: one right that's the impression you've gotten okay chat's lying to me Let's see uh, mother Ullman finishes her blessed spell as a sparkling light descends upon all of you and surrounds you and envelops you. Was, was that it? I looked to the mother. Creatures of darkness cannot stand against the holy light of Nadinus.
2: Was twas my blade, not Nadinus's light. You see the
1: world as you wish to see it, my child. <laughs>
2: No, I see the world as it truly is, but we can debate philosophy another time. I look expectantly to the door. And I mean, I I mean, I that's uh, do we roll initiative for next round? Sure. Let's do it.
1: 10 plus weapons yeah, I'm going to cast a blank <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: somatic verbal casting time
1: 1 10 okay um, mother omen goes first she casts another spell uh, and envelops herself in a soft red glow momentarily which passes quickly. Who did she cast a spell on? Herself. I don't know why our battle music isn't kicking in. It should have started already. Um, as predicted, two more gaseous forms of billowing black clouds move through from underneath the door and materialize on the other side. They reach out, their mouths agape in silent screams. One of them reaches for Mother Ullman herself, uh, but she, even in her 85-year-old body, manages to avoid the grasping hands of the wraith. Another one goes for the torchbearer closest to Mother Nadinas. Uh, Mother Ullman reaches out to him, and his cries of horror and pain fill the cavern. They echo about as he crumbles to the ground in death. The other Servants and followers nearby begin to back up, and the torchlights kind of flickers across everything before you. There's a torch on the ground, isn't there? Yes. Um, you go oh, last. I cast my blink,
2: and we're on to the next round.
1: On to the next round.
2: Um, let me remind myself how blink initiative. There we go. As the wizard's initiative for that
3: round. Okay.
2: So I'm blinking at nine. Um, I, I had pulled into
1: the crowd, but it sounds like they're fleeing around me. Um, they're not fleeing, they're just backing up a little bit. It's not a, a full route.
2: Um, would you roll for initiative? Uh, nine is my blink, and then my actual attack is probably last. I can roll a d10. 10. Really two.
1: Isn't that d10 plus one your initiative? No. Yeah. Oh. What was the d10 plus
2: 1? That was last round. That was casting the blink. Oh, right, right. And then in the next round, I'm blinking at 9. And you go at 7. I go at 16,
1: because I didn't try to
2: blink, beat it.
1: Okay. The wraith goes first. It reaches for Mother Ullman again, uh, but cannot grab her. The other one that had attacked the first person comes towards her again and misses Torchbearer? The um, no, they both converged on Mother Ullman, who is backing up, chanting various strange words as her eyes roll into the back of her head. Uh, it is your turn. Yeah, so... An H. How close are they? Oh, the... I'm sorry. No, she goes before you. Okay. Um... She goes before you, Blink. Um, She finishes the words reaches out her arms and says evil back back creatures of darkness back before me um they pause in their while their hands reach out towards her and then the pausing stops and they continue on
2: right now you blink goes eight i blink dead ahead do i blink through the wraiths
1: or i think you just blink adjacent to one of them uh, like crash. you're right behind a wraith. All right,
2: so I turn around and
1: stab it in the back. Sure. Back attack yeah. on a the... Plus two to hit for back attack on wraith. Oh yeah! Oh 25. my god! Natural twenty. Is you... a single crit, a double crit. Single crit the wraith. All
2: right. Um. Uh, the plus one magic bonus does does not double? no.
1: Yeah. Does not double. Only five points to damage the wraith vaporizes before you it's billowing clouds turning into mist and vanishing into and the darkness oh, shit.
2: i don't know what happens when i try to beat and, oh i do beat it all right so there's my initiative for next round i'm going dead mm-hmm. last i'm still behind this wraith
1: all right mother olman looks to the wraith in surprise the wraith in surprise that it's it's still there it's not gone. It hasn't left her. She says a few more words and a arc of flame appears from her left hand her right hand. Um, and I think she gets an attack this round with it. I don't think so, but
2: Flaming mm. sword or whatever. Flame Blade? Yeah, I think I'm
1: gonna give her attack with it on the round that it is summoned. She reaches out with the blade towards the wraith. Does
2: that, does that and... mean Shalele gets an attack the round it's summoned? Sure. Unless it says otherwise. It doesn't, but Morton's been getting nerfed. Unnecessarily. I,
1: yeah. Alright. She slices towards the wraith with the Blade of Flame, doing eight points of damage, as the Wraith evaporates from before her. She turns to you and says, Wizard, undo the doors. Let them all flow out. We shall destroy them one by one. Uh, it's your turn. Oh God, internet connectivity issues. Oh, come back. Middle of combat, middle of wraiths. Oh no. Oh no. I don't wanna take us to a break, but I kinda feel like we ought to. Oh God, rip Ryan. Um. Well, we're gonna go to a quick break. See you guys on the other side. Welcome back to Dicing with Death. Sorry about that. Um, you, YouTube viewers should just have this all in one VOD. Um, I think we're at so the rolling is initiative. My initiative. Yes, I think we are rolling initiative. Um, I don't know if you caught my yeah. last words, Mother Olman. Asked, said, She said, God damn it. Unbar the doors, let them flow forth, and we shall tear them to pieces one by one. Yeah.
2: Alright, are you still there? I'm still here.
1: Right. Yes. Freaking internet.
2: Hopefully it stabilizes. Alright, um, I, I haven't gone that round. I rolled
1: really poorly on my initiative.
2: So she told me to open the doors. Yes. Um, and
1: so on my initiative, I hurled the door open. Uh, oh, right, because you can open the wizard lock doors without issue. Yep. Now, what happens when there's two different wizard locks placed on the same door? Are there really? There was the first one that never got dispelled.
2: Oh, so I guess... Wait, then how come... How was I able to open it? It wasn't fully shut. Remember? Oh, it wasn't fully shut. Yeah. So I can't open the door this round. Uh, maybe. I mean, I think both wizard locks would need... Right, if you read wizard lock it like has some description of like needing multiple knock
1: spells if there's multiple wizard locks. Does it? I didn't know that that could be done. I do have a knock memorized, but
3: affecting it creature. You...
1: Um. there's nothing in here about multiple wizard locks on a door. So, I think they all just oh, wait, maybe function together. Um, yeah, no. so it's it stays locked.
2: Each spell can undo up to two means of preventing egress through portal. Thus, if a door is locked, barred, and held, or triple locked, opening it requires two knock spells. Okay, so it doesn't say if there's more than one wizard lock. Yeah, I think. But it does say that you need more than one knock if it's like barred and held in addition to being wizard locked or something like that. Okay, so I like sh- shake on the door and I guess I'm a little surprised that it doesn't open. Mm-hmm. Um, let's roll to see where I blink. <laughs> the other side of the door. No. no, I think it's <sighs> directly behind. So mm-hmm. I like fumble with the door, blink backwards after. I, so my attack fizzles cuz there's no wraiths in range, right? Yeah. Right, and we roll for initiative. Knock is speed 1.
1: Who Are you okay. blink? Are you casting before no, or after? But, yeah, before. Okay. Um Mother Olman steps before the door. Flameblade ready in hand, action held. You knock. Okay. The doors. Sesame. They open towards her, and on the other side are two. I'm sorry, three more billowing mists of darkness. Their mouths open in silent screams.
2: I um, glance to the fallen
1: torchbearer. His body lying there, motionless. No wraith yet. No wraith. Okay. All right.
2: Do the wraiths spill forth once I open the door, or does Mother They Ullman
1: do. They move towards Mother Ulmen, reaching out with ghostly hands. Miss. Miss. And. You he said three or two. Three. One of them reaches her, its hand touches her, draining five points from her life. She gives a cool cry as she rolls a saving throw versus death uh, spell and passes, probably. having zero levels probably death, drained from right? her. Spell? Uh, yeah, probably death. Death magic. But a nat 20 is a nat 20.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, there standing before you are three more wraiths, darkness beyond them. A uh, oh, Mother Ullman, actually, she gets an attack of opportunity, or uh, a, a held attack on one of those guys before mm-hmm. they approach her, uh, which she misses.
2: I blink forward and to the right, um, probably into the room, maybe not quite, but into the doorway or something. Yeah, so I think you're just in front of the wraiths now. Uh, yeah, this is at the end of the round, I assume. Yeah, yeah the Wraith's already went. So next round initiative. Mm-hmm. Shit.
1: So slow. Okay. One of the Wraiths goes first. This one reaching for you, Georg. You're right next to it. Armor class. Oh, never mind. Natural one. Um, okay. Two yeah. other Wraiths. One definitely goes for Ullman and one goes for you. One reaches for Mother Ullman, grabbing her, dealing three points of damage to her. As She passes... Oh God, what's a save for a level cleric? She passes her save versus death. The other wraith reaches out towards you, a natural two, uh, and misses. Um your turn. Uh you're trying to beat your blink, right? I did beat my blink. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. Eleven is not gonna do it.
1: Uh you are you including Bless? Yep. They have AC sixteen. Yeah, they do. Uh miss. Mother Ullman with her flame blade slashes at the one before her. Natural twenty. God she rolls so well. She is the true savior. Oh my god. Um, she does 18 points of damage and what? evaporates the Wraith, yeah, with her Flame Blade. At the end of the round, I
2: blink backwards out of Wraith range and roll initiative
1: again. There is a cry coming up from the followers of Mother Ullman and they start chanting Nadinis, nadine Nadinis. Um
2: a second how does holding attacks were
1: okay
2: um I think I'll I beat my initiative with the blink, but I think I'll hold my attack until after. Actually, no, that's fine. Okay,
1: okay, I will. Um, this is next part, round yeah. five of blink of a bless. Okay. Right now, did you roll? Yeah, so I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna yeah I get a five. So I think I will make that attack. And then my blink is on a 13. And yeah, this blink is not actually, like,
1: hmm. Anyways. Okay. You go up five. Mother Ullman goes the fastest. She really? reaches out with her. She rolled a natural one. Uh, actually, no, I think you probably go at the same time as her. I think scimitar speed is four as well. But she misses.
2: All right. I circle into the room behind the wraiths. Ah, because I blinked out of their mm-hmm. touch range last round. Uh, attacking the one that was focused on me. No. Miss. Hopefully now they're fo- they, their attention has been caught by another woman.
1: She is wielding a blade of flame. <laughs>
3: um,
2: Are there, there's no other rates in the room. These two seem like the last of it.
1: You throw a glance more- over your shoulder and see another two inside moving in your direction. Oh
2: god. Does anything beat a thir- Did they beat a 13?
1: Um, let's see. I, I actually forgot to roll their initiatives.
2: Well, then they don't come till next round, right?
1: Probably, yeah. I think they've already gone, and they show up at this point where you see them here now. The other two... Um, the, they go at 10 and 13. Okay, so the 10... Which one was the 10? Uh, the one that goes right now and strikes for Mother Madinus with a miss, And I blink as the
2: wraith dives at me or at Ullman, Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. At you. Probably better for me, Mm because then I blink out of the way.
1: Yeah, the 13 guy goes at you. Uh, What do I roll? Four.
2: Behind. Which way am I facing, though? Uh, I blink back 10 feet deeper into the temple. I blink, like, next to the statue in the center of the room. Not
1: quite all the way.
2: And uh, then I and then I and then I probably turn to face the wraiths that are coming in from one of the back
1: chambers or something. Yes. Roll me some initiative.
2: Oh god. How many do I see?
1: Two. Uh, but you're plus plus two plus two, so there's four in here. There's four: two on Nadine, two on you. But you can barely see these ones coming towards you. The torchlight does not extend that deep into the temple.
2: Ten. And eight. Interesting. I am invoking my
1: amulet. Okay. Um, you hear a cry coming up from near the front. And four of Mother Nadinus' followers come with uh, vials of holy water. And start to throw them or uncork them and splash them on the wraiths next to Mother Nadinus Um... Have an effect? It does have an effect, huh? They all hit. And the two wraiths before her melt away and disappear. Um Um, I
2: think I will cancel pulling out the amulet in that case. Okay. See. So I blink I blink at eight.
1: You blink at eight. Hold on. Those two wraiths are gone. Um, something happens at seven. You don't beat seven, do you?
2: No, I
4: don't.
1: One of the wraiths from deeper within the temple reaches out a ghostly hand for you. Oh my god, these rolls. Misses entirely. Uh, Mother Ullman goes at eight, which is when you blink. And she walks into the temple. Flame blade of hand.
2: Right ahead. So I blink past the two wraiths that just joined the fight, right? Yes. Deeper into the temple.
1: Yes. Um, Uh, You blink forward and right. So you blink... Like, now you're adjacent to the Statue of Malchus and flanking one of the wraiths. Um, Mother Olman misses with her flame blade.
2: Do I provoke an opportunity attack if I if I flee? Or am, uh, I, am I literally right next to a wraith? Or am you I are right?
1: adjacent to a wraith. You would need a, a withdrawal to not provoke an opportunity attack. Well, I, okay, I'm not actually doing anything this round.
2: Like, I don't see any wraiths coming from deeper. Like, now that I've teleported?
1: It's too dark within any farther.
2: Okay. Um, so I, I mean, I was going to pull out the amulet, but I, I see the wraiths wither in the holy water and leave it tucked within my robes as I withdraw away from this wraith and back towards the entrance and towards
1: the light. Okay. Shouting, Torch! Torch! A torch, two torches get thrown in and land at your feet, or one at your feet, one to your so side. So I withdraw to the torches. Does, does the wraith pursue? It does. It comes after you, reaching out its hand. Uh, have you already blinked? Oh, you did already blink this I, round. I blinked next to it. Oh, right. So then it, it misses its attack. If you if it was going to attack you and you blinked beforehand, it automatically misses. Yes. Because right. it was
2: probably going for me, or if it was going for me, right. and then I blinked behind it, or I, I don't even know. You blinked beside it and it kind
1: of like reached out in front of you and <sighs> missed.
2: Okay.
1: All right. Initiative. Um,
2: can I pick up the torch at the end of that withdraw round, or is sure.
1: that? Sure. Yeah. Okay, so a
2: torch in my offhand, dagger in my right. I get a six. The... my blink is a twelve. Here
1: we go. Uh, you get a six. You go first. Uh, is
2: this round six of the bless? Yes. Last, yes, right? Sixteen. Hit right on the nose. Shit, two points of damage.
1: Roll shitty, roll shitty. The wraith survives. The only wraith to have survived an attack so far. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, Mother Ullman goes next, coming up adjacent to the other wraith. Swiping at it with the flame blade, but missing. One of the camp followers comes in with some holy water and starts splashing it towards a wraith. Hitting is it! wraith? Or is this, or which, which wraith? Um, the one that Mother Ulman's against.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Dealing six points of damage to it as the other wraith evaporates. Um... Then the other wraith goes at the same time as another camp follower comes with holy water. What initiative is this? Uh, Eleven. Shit. The holy water does seven points of damage and kills the wraith as it reaches out and reaches into you. What is your armor class? Ten. It criticals you. You take uh, eight points of damage, because I can math. Going oh, shit. And give me a saving throw versus death to avoid being level-drained. What's your save?
2: 13.
1: The Bless doesn't do anything for this, does it? I don't think so. Nope. I fail. You slip into unconsciousness. And back to level 5. And back to level 5. You awaken Um. Actually, you awaken um, almost immediately as you fall asleep. Uh, you're at one HP. Mother Olman got to you within a single round since there were no more wraiths, and used her cure moderate wounds we on you.
2: Figure out the level down right now.
1: Roll me a D4 for how much HP you lose. Oh, fuck, that's not fair. Yes, it is. <laughs> Down by three. Spells are all reduced. All right. Mother Olman kind of stands over you as you come back to consciousness. And says in her... In her enlightening voice... I hope, Grand Wizard, that you have seen the truth, that you have seen through the darkness. Only the light of the gods can defeat this foul evil. See there, the statue of Nadinus, shining down on us, showing us the true path. We have cleansed her holy temple. I stumbled to my feet. Are the wraiths gone? The wraiths are gone. <sighs>
2: A mere, a mere trick, Mother. This this statue is a... was created by a wizard, or maybe a priest, to reveal that which its beholder wishes to see.
1: And tell me then, Carl, what do you see? I, I grin widely. I say, I, I
2: told you I see things as they truly are. I see an unmarked column of marble
1: A man without faith Is a man without a soul <clears throat> What then did that wraith drain? <sighs> Come now, followers Let do us I have, clear I... the temple of all evil How much experience do I have? <clears throat>
2: Do I, like, go just below level 4, or do I go...
1: Let's see. It's been a while since I've had a uh, PC get level drained.
3: Level
1: drain. Page 100. I have a feeling you go halfway between... levels lost was in one the character's experience points drop to halfway between the minimum needed for his new level and the minimum needed for the next level above his new level so halfway between the two
2: of course I ask the mistress if she has any way to recover my soul that was taken from me um Like a remove curse? or Oh no, it's like a... It's a
1: restoration spell.
2: Oh god. That's 7th level.
1: Fuck this game.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, she shakes her head slowly. No, no. Your soul has not been fully taken. Only weakened through by this monster. You may be able to find a... A high... The high cleric in Storm... Stormhold may be able to restore what you have lost. Stormheim may have been a- may be able to restore what you have lost, but you should count yourself lucky to have survived. narrow my eyes
2: head back to the surface.
1: Uh, she and her companions move throughout the temple. Uh, But eventually they come back out to the surface, declaring it free and clear of evil. Um, And then they set to work. They they start scouring, or they start tearing down some of the old buildings nearby and begin to erect a sign. Um,
2: Whatever, that door's wizard locked. Uh, maybe the mother can dispel magic and things. But
1: Well this is on the outside of the, the tunnel leading down. They begin to build a sign and using what they have brought with them paint upon it uh, a a symbol of Nadinus and begin to paint words and write upon it and, and basically declare this as a holy site for Nadinus uh, and a a place of the gods and not of the state.
2: I don't think I wait to see. I hop on my my horse. Oh no, that would have would it have disappeared when I fell unconscious? Mm, I do I lose memorized
1: spells when I fall unconscious? Ah, uh, you. Yes. Even if you do get raised right with the next round, your your mind should be wiped. I don't think the spell dissipates.
2: Right, cuz there's no way to there's no way to dispel it. I mean it just la- right? It right. lasts, right? Right. I mean there's no way to dispel the steed. Right. I mean, it just exists. All right. So I hop back on and head back to my house. I don't wait to see what the priests and their followers do.
1: Okay. You get back to the town. Misty Rapids is yours. It's all peaceful and quiet. No one knows the painful suffering that you have felt. Felt like your very life force being ripped from your body. They don't understand. I think we wrap it up here. I curse
2: the gods. Curse these godforsaken people of Misty Rapids. Go back to my house and have a.
3: a, Yeah.
2: A hate filled study session.
3: Uh, Can't be right.
1: That can't be right. Hmm. I'm just doing the calculations for the experience for the wraith and it's coming out a little bit too low there we go um so that was what two four six seven wraiths um no it was one two three four five six seven eight wraiths
2: yeah that sounds right
1: yes what else did you do oh you learned a spell uh, so we're just gonna dole out experience and wrap up here is what I I gathered right yeah, yeah. all right you learned a third level you learned two third level spells
2: uh, th- are we counting the ones that I got for leveling up last yeah. time yeah I don't lose those do I no okay so I learned I mean I learned one second level spell and two third level spells
3: Okay. Whoops. Um,
1: plus experience for... So you clear... You haven't finished clearing the wraith problem. You got your gems I haven't. back. I'm no, done, the wraith storyline's not over yet.
2: Oh, I'm done with the wraith storyline. These people can rot in hell for all I care. <laughs> Ooh
1: bitterness um so you dealt with the letters you got your but
3: uh
2: now should I have been tallying spells that I cast in the
1: oh that's I didn't include that um let's see it was a wizard lock and a blink and yeah, wizard lock blink. Clairvoyance, clairvoyance kind of sort of clairvoyance
2: yeah I cast a reduce I cast a color spray.
1: It's 50 XP for spell level, right? Uh, I don't know you're the DM yeah.
2: Um, I think nine spell levels, unless we're counting the steeds and the clairvoyance.
1: Uh, I will count the clairvoyance, but not the steeds. Uh, what the hell? Oh,
3: there's experience.
1: Yeah, so nine spell levels is four hundred and fifty experience. There we go. Plus some of that, and That's times your one point one. Yeah comes to a total of 6517 I just
2: wasted 3 hours of my life
1: <laughs> How much 6000 what 517 including 10% Okay so, that's it for today's Dicing with Death. We will see you guys next week, probably at this same time, but we'll figure it out and I'll update you guys in a little bit with our next play time. Um, I'm glad you only got the one level drain. Could have been far, far worse. I guess so, yeah.
2: Ugh. I should have just worked today.
1: (laughs) I hope hope you're happy, chat. I hope you're entertained. I haven't seen Ryan this salty in a very long time. (laughs) That's it. I won't make you suffer any farther, Ryan. See you guys next week with more Dicing with Death. Bye-bye.